And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Crazy update. Uh, you guys, what just happened over the intro period. We have a huge announcement to make. All of the rocks fell. All of Kadag's character died. Um, <laughs> Dag is, like, this is his last episode. I just found this out now, and it had nothing to do with oh, a yeah. mistake I may or may have not made. Shut up, Dag. <laughs> I'm just kidding, by the way. That's not a real thing that's happening. Uh... Oh, yep, yeah. I'm a cockroach. You can't get rid of me that easy. Hold on. Music. I forgot that part. <laughs> so, when we last left our heroes. Returning back to the village, the Red Rock tribe, the party was made aware of violent and aggressive tendencies happening throughout the land. War horns blared off throughout the tribe as they prepared for war. As they began to march off into the fields, they found themselves facing off against an enemy, a black armored enemy, faceless. And as our heroes attempted to fight back with the rest of the tribe, they found they were unable to. As the fearscape had finally brought forth Oksana's greatest fear, an inability to protect everyone. However, the darkness was not willing and done with them at that point, no. For an inky black monster began to rise up from the ground, half rat, half spider, and a ratnid. A fierce, fierce battle waged on, with a few of our heroes falling but with a bit of a change of fate Oksana was finally able to beat back her demons as the story played on within her mind and in front of all of her companions she watched the final fate of the Red Rock tribe the family she had never known being lost again It seems the black armored individuals were after a type of tome that the Goliaths kept. And upon reclaiming that, their leader changed. Her armor going from a black to a more crimson-like hue. As the longhouse of the chieftain fell away, sinking back down into the grounds below. Another portal opened up, leading our heroes to their next adventure. And with that, our story continues. As you all slip through strange portals standing in front of you, As you find yourself down into the darkness once again like you have before, you begin to hear a very odd sound. Sound of gulls. And as light breaches forth once more, indicating that you are now on the other side of the portal, you hear the rocking and creaking 
of what could only be known as a large wooden ship. Feeling your heat feet hit the ground, or in Grimoire's case, foot. You look around to see a very, very large deck. And a crew scurrying about tending to all of what's needed to sail a vessel of this size. A few tending to sails, pulling them up. A few rigging up a few pulleys with rope. A number of individuals running back and forth. However, the ship is slightly different than most you've been on before. As you can continue to observe your surroundings, you look to either side of the ship itself. As you hear large movements of wind pass back and forth. On the outer hull of each side of the ship, you see two large sails magically flapping up and down as if they were wings. Looking out at to the starboard. That's the front, right, Dag? (laughs) Looking out to the starboard, (laughs) which is the front of the boat, which is canonical now in this setting. Mm -hmm. You see massive propellers that continue to spin wildly. And just outside on the horizon, no water can be seen. Only clouds. On what would be considered an otherwise beautiful day. V, you would immediately recognize this as the Neptune star. However, as you look around at the individuals on the deck, you don't recognize them well not necessarily true you don't recognize the crew of the Neptune star you see faces that you recognize from your past by first glance you would say about 45 to 50 of them One individual immediately walks by and nods his hat to him. Morning, Captain V. You recognize the half-orc known as Uriel. A man you had saved just a few years back. A female furbolg walks by you, a large grin on her face. Pleasant flying today, Captain. You remember how dangerous the night was when uh, you smuggled her out of Dog's breath. Others begin to walk past you, all referring to you as Captain, going about their day as if nothing else. Uh, he's probably acting a lot like this. 
she's kind of taken aback. Uh, I think she's going to um, maybe like um, feel for the the banister, and she'll just sort of mutter to herself, "Looks so real." And then she'll just turn to everybody and sort of, "I don't don't like this at all. This is." This is my ship. I, I don't like it either. As you look over at Grimoire, he is strapped to the, like a wall like, of, the ca- of the cabin, just like hyperventilating. <laughs> I also tied to the ship. I am also not a fan. It is very hot here. I am feeling moisture in places. Sweat. Yes. Yeah, it is feeling. <laughs> Swampy. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. I can't do much about the conditions here, but something is a little... odd, concerning. Uh, This is... First of all, I am not... I am not a captain. You never really strike me as much either. Grimoire, what is your problem? No, it's just like... it's a, it's important to be a good follower, you know. Like, uh, not everybody's cut out. Hey, for hey, okay, okay. Now, now, now listen, ev- everyone. Uh, tensions might be running a little high. We've been here for quite some time now. Let's not turn on each other quite, uh, quite yet. Yeah, you were mentioning Vivi that this you weren't captain. Um, all right. Well, if you weren't captain, uh, why would the this realm manifest you as? Fantastic question. I am not sure. Also, uh, Curveball, these are not my crewmates. So. <sighs> what but I thought these places manifest images of your past of what you remember. Yes, I oh, do. Uh, I recognize these people. They're just not my crewmates. And who are they? <laughs> Alright, listen. <laughs> As it seems that with everyone else who has gone through this process, we learn a lot more about each other than we may have wanted to. These are all people that. Listen, you have to all promise me something. <laughs> You have to all promise me something. Uh, v is not laughing. <laughs> all right. Can you all promise well, me that you will keep this between <clears throat> us? I don't have any friends anyway. Who else am I going to tell? I got him. She's right here. Yeah, I am the same. She got to tell somebody. I, mean, I really doubt you know, that the <laughs> idea would be to go running around just talking to strangers about what's going on. So I guess. Can we talk in the shade? What? It is yes. very hot. Here, we can all stand okay. over here. Thank you. Find shade where um, one of the... <laughs> uh, look, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I, of course, will endeavor to keep your secret as best I can, but my mother has a way of getting information out of people. Are you kidding me, Basil? <laughs> Shut up! Are you I want to know. Go ahead. Finish That's... your story. 
I cannot, Basil. You must promise me that you will not tell your mother. It is not just my life that is that is on the line here, and it is not just yours. It is a lot of other people's lives. Basil, um, Basil, Basil begins to like kind of take a posture, almost like a child being scolded. Uh, He is, you know, he loves his mum, but he's very afraid of his mum, and he's like, this is the first time. Because he lives with his mother. We've established that Basil has, has very interesting issues. Uh, and I'm going to make a wisdom save to see if he'll... To see to see what he'll do. It's not self-help. <laughs> you just don't to bring it up. All right. Okay, so he, gets, he got an 11. I'm going to say that he'll go... Right. All right. I, I, I'll promise. I will... This is... Just between us. He's lying, you know. It's the weakest 11. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, if if he tells anybody, I will throat punch him for you. There is no reason to fear. All right. So, you all may know that I, my ship, works in shipping of goods, right? We port, we ship out goods, we bring in goods. I am also a part of an organization that smuggles people out of the city who have been convicted of magic crimes. We ferry them to safe places. You monster. (laughs) He winks. I thought I knew you. (laughs) They're so terrible of you. (laughs) I wasn't being secretive because I am ashamed of this. I am being secretive because it is it is the foundation of the organization to ensure the safety of all the people that we smuggle out. And as a matter of fact, we've been dealing with a mole or something. So I don't know who to trust anymore. Hmm. <clears throat> These people that you smuggle, they are good people? Yes. They are just, well... I don't really interview them. The criteria is, have they been charged with casting magic in the city? And you all know that when you are charged with that, you're thrown in jail. And the conditions there are horrible and could last years and years and years. You're taken from your family and nothing is done. And some, a lot of people end up dying because they don't care about the conditions that these people are being held in for doing something that is intrinsic that is second nature that is a part of nature it seems to be a very honorable thing that you do brave and honorable and dangerous yes Yes. one can attest um the, the the conditions in the city surrounding those who are able to wield the powers of magic is is deplorable and the fact that you you put yourself at risk in such a way is truly commendable That's awfully kind. I never looked at it like that. It's sort of just been part of my life. I grew up on this ship. And I've continued in its ways. Who was captain before you? I am not captain in real life. They are calling you captain. Maybe you will become captain. These are the, these are the people that I have ferried or smuggled. Or safe, hopefully. Hmm. 
Seems all well, perhaps... positive. Just a little bit wonky on here. So, you know, just like Oksana, I'm waiting for the sky to fall or something horrible to happen. Let's hope it's not the ship that falls. Yes, well... Why would you even say that? <laughs> it was kind of like nagging and about to throw up. <laughs> listen, I think we can all... Listen, I, I can't say 100%, but I don't have a fear of ships falling from the sky. This is my life. So if this person in the book is trying to scare me, ship falling out of the sky is not on the top of my list of things, so... Well, what is on the top? Because... I am curious. Yes. Well, yes, it seems that you would know what to expect then. What do you mean? I don't well, know. What is your fear about the ship that would bring us back here? Is it the mole? The, the bowl? What the bowl? Mole. The mole. The one you think the is mole. Oh, well, <laughs> that is... I definitely have a fear of being found out. I'm sure if they ever connected me to it, I would be probably killed, if not thrown in jail for the rest of my life, as well as all the other people who who help. So, we should, yeah, that would be we should also... I... What? No, I was going to say, we should probably also be on guard, remembering this place doesn't always use the literal... If uh, you are concerned of a mole or someone in an unseen place striking when least suspected, then that could be being attacked from your own shadow. It could be um, something that will be undetectable to us. We uh, should certainly be wary here more than others. I think with uh, the um, the orphanage and the uh, forest, our adversary was quite clear and apparent, whereas here it may not be so. I'd like to <clears throat> go and talk to someone and, and see where they think they are and why we're here. How about that? Let's just gonna go. Nothing sure. bad will happen. Sure. Nothing before, bad will happen. Before you do that, I gotta I gotta apologize. I I really thought this was gonna be an easy one. I thought it was gonna be something a little more shallow, like I don't know, your hair falling out or uh, people not responding to your flirting. Or something. <laughs> oh, you know, good on you for being a, a more complex person than I. I, uh, I gave you credit. So, Captain, uh, Captain, <laughs> Captain V. Yes. yes. As you turn back, you see a short, portly man, Dwarven. You take note of his long mustache that seems to be braided on either side of his lip. The beard separated at the center, clamped at the bottom with what looks to be a stone set of jewelry. You would recognize this individual as Dracolar. He quickly approaches you. I pleasant to see you in the morning, the captain. Hello. 
What makes you think I'm the captain today? That's a weird question. <laughs> you've, <laughs> you've always been the captain here, Mom. Hmm. Just kidding. Was just testing you. All uh, right. Who's planning the mutiny? <laughs> <laughs> Points up at him. Well, we were on the lookouts, as per your instructions, V. Oh. And we believe we have found the betrayer. Is it you? Really? Is it me? I would never betray V. Inside check. Go ahead. <laughs> That's a nat one. Are you kidding me? Dude? Oh my god! <laughs> well done. Well done. The, the the saga continues of the insight checks with Bobby. Characters oblivious. This guy's crazy. As you begin to okay. look Dracolar up and down, Grimoire, he takes note of this. And pushes his chest out a little bit. A little bit standoffish. We all know that none of us would betray Captain V. She saved our lives more times than we can count. That checks out, as far as I'm concerned. So, who, who is it? Strange man. Seem to have caught passage with us back in last port. We have him in the co- cargo holding cells now. He's here. Locked up, but here, yes. Where is he? As I said, down in the cargo hold. All right. Uh, I will wait. How did you? I'm just going to go. You know what? I'm going to go with this. I'm just going to go talk to him. I. I think it's the best bet. Worst case scenario, you give us the signal, we'll throw him overboard. I'll do that myself. Mm. Yes, you always did love your splats. With that, he turns and begins to walk away. Uh, V, based on what you're seeing so far in terms of the, the overall schematic of the ship itself, you take note that the deck itself is roughly 45 to 50 feet long. The ship itself, from the other's perspective, is quite large. Very much in similar style as a British naval 100 cannon or 100, 100 gun ship. Multiple levels uh, and a, a very large deck face uh, with multiple layers as well. Coming back on a little bit higher up on the back end typically seen with the uh, what the hell's a steering wheel called on a ship? Helm. No. Helm. I knew that. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you would immediately know the cargo hold that they were talking about. Something very akin to what you're familiar with for those that have gotten a little drunk at times over the course of the long nights and needed a place to cool off for a little bit. They would generally keep some of the other crew that had gotten a little rambunctious over the course of the night down in the cargo hold so that they could sleep it off. Alright, we will just turn around and walk right there. You'll notice that V is like being really weird for V. Like she is clearly on edge, acting 
completely strange, not relaxed like she usually is. Um, <laughs> and she'll just make it be like. As we're, uh, we'll follow Wait. and as we're walking. The, Don't uh, forget about us and start heading out. Do you have like a pebble in your shoe or something? A pebble in my shoe. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I don't know. You usually walk with such confidence. That you seem a bit well like a like a fresh baby deer. I'm a little on edge, if I'm going to be honest with you. I saw that is what so a joke, I know you love your pun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why do I have a, why do I have a feeling that the person that they have is somebody you're going to know? This is what I mean. There's something here. This is all wrong. And yet, I I have been looking for this person for so long, trying to figure things out, and I have not found anything. So I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what this is. And it makes me nervous because it's not real and it's real and we could die and we could not die. And I don't like that. And I saw what happened to to Grimoire and to Oksana and Sakaria. My friend, V. We will get through it together. No matter what happens, you are here with your tribe. We have your back. You let us know what you need to be have done, and we will do it. That's right. It's just so real. Absolutely. It feels so real. I'm scared I'll get lost. I understand this. We will not let that happen, my friend. Basil, especially knows this place and the tricks it can play. You are safe with us. All right. Well, I might murder the person in the cell, so there's that, and she'll just keep walking. Not without us. Remor <laughs> looks back at the, the rest the... of the group just with that being said and just goes... <laughs> um, can we Basil go ahead and get a performance check for uh, a damn son moment from you, Grimoire? Another nat one. Ooh, you could have leveled up your I'm sass. Glad I got level. rid of it on this. You could have. You could have been. You could have gone to that next level of sass, but uh, better next next time. Better luck next time, bud. Um, uh, Basil is going to um, move swiftly to try and keep up with uh, with V, and uh, as he does so, he's. He's gonna reach out to her and um, say just ah. just before you. Sorry, sorry. Just, uh... You with me. But no, it's uh, it? no, it's perfectly fine. It's it this it, it it happens here a lot, and uh, I have that effect on some people. Uh, listen, um, I don't know if this will help, but when I was here, um, I found it helped to have something to to help center me. Is it um, a story, Basil? <laughs> no, not quite so long-winded. All right. Um, and Basil's going to reach into his jacket and pull out uh, his writing quill. Um, Are you going to write the story right now in front of me? Uh, no, but I am going to give this to you. Because ultimately, um, while we're here, this is a story. Your story, uh, or a variation of it. But ultimately, no matter what this place shows you, you must always remember that we are the authors of that story. And um, if you find yourself lost, if you find yourself struggling, I want you to have this and remember that. Remember that at any point in time, 
no matter what you see or hear, that you are in control. Very kind. Thank you, Basil. I'll take the quill. Uh, there's, there's like a, a kind of a moment of resistance, but he gives it away. That was, what was that? <laughs> no, nothing. It's fine. What do you I, mean, nothing? No, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. It's just, um... What yeah, is you this know, quill to you? What is this quill to you? Well, um, before my, my late father passed away, um, he, he was unaware of my penchants for magic and the like. And, um, uh, one of my biggest regrets was never telling him. He wanted me to be a scholar and um, shared with me that his dream as a boy was to become a wizard. But the city, the place that we live, tore it down from him. And he never got to fulfill that dream. And he told me that I should never compromise my dreams. And... Um, when I got trapped here the first time, looking for what I was looking for, it was this quill that got me through this, and um, I want you to get through this as well. Uh, if you're all, and at this point Basil will turn to the others as well, and say, if you have all come here to help Sicarius and put yourselves in at the risk of facing your fears, then I don't think it fair or right for me not to do the same. And while this may have made me feel safe and brave, I am a part of this tribe and of you all. Well, let's just say that we'll all get through this together. And maybe this time we won't need a quill because we're all here together. Indeed. Exactly. How awfully cheery today, Sicarius. It's off-putting. It's a good day. Look, it's a beautiful sky out. You're on your boat. What else could go wrong? You're trying to jinx the game, man. <laughs> why are you like this? <laughs> yeah, why are you like this? <laughs> 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 right. With right. that, V will just, uh, I guess she'll she'll put the quill in her her bag and uh, she'll go forward. Move okay. forward. After a brief conversation, you all begin to follow V down into next layer of the ship itself. Tristan. Oh! Snap! You and Tinsley have been waiting around for the better part of two hours. After going up into the loft area, you were able to find a few bits of morsels, but... Nothing really too edible. While not necessarily a problem for you, Tinsley continued to wolf them down anyway. A fair amount of pleasantries have been exchanged back and forth over the time. And as the last conversation seems to wrap up, 
you hear once again the squeaking and slamming of the door of Nick's office. Tinsley's eyes grow wide as she jumps up once more. He's back! He's back! And immediately begins running back down to the office. You're a mute, mute brother. As Tristan sits there quietly and stoically, shocked that Tinsley would just run out of a room that quickly, he begins to frantically search around, looking for, I don't know, pocket change in Nick's couch? Careful cantrip platinum, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The thing we all don't talk about, and yet we all want to know what it is. Um, just like V's Nightmare. Lots of secrets. Not really sure what they mean. But you can sign up for Careful Cancer Platinum in the year 3023. So that's coming up pretty, pretty soon. We'll definitely all be here for that. Um, where do you pay? You know what I'm. For- you know what I'm more interested in. Here's the thing: what? is that <laughs> I'd be interested to know what comes first. Is it going to be CC Platinum or Only mm-hmm. Trippers? Oh, can you guys hear me? Yeah, you're back. Hey, there you yeah, go. Okay. There you go. Yeah, I guess we'll right. just have to I leave that question for the ages. It was rhetorical, guys. <laughs> it was rhetorical. It's one of those ones to make <laughs> you think. Tree falling in the woods. Which happens first, CCP or OT? Only you can decide. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you almost knew, guys. I'm sorry about that. Came back too soon. <laughs> Jesus. With uh, Tinsley standing up and running down the stairs, Tristan, what are you doing at this point? Uh, I will I will follow down uh, slowly, not rushing. Okay. I don't want to break my neck in the stairs. As you find yourself making your way to the bottom of the stairway, turning your head to the left, you see that Tinsley is very much at the point of almost harassing Nick at this point, begging him for further information on what he had discovered while he was away. Just settle down, kids. I'll get to it in time. He looks up and takes note of Tristan. Good to see you're still here, my friend. We might need you a little bit more than I originally thought. Are you able to find anything useful? I might have. Only time will tell. Story goes that a group of thugs, best way to call them, gang down in dog's breath. We're planning a little bit of a heist, you see. They'd found what could only be described as a hidden storage facility of Dorellium Institute. They had caught word that they were developing and holding some type of weaponry there. Something that had been asked for by the higher-ups. Well, this gang of theirs decided to ambush that secret storage facility and uh, were able to make off with some pretty advanced weaponry, given the times. However, word was it that they also had a prisoner there, something a little bit more unexpected. Said it was a female. 
Okay. Ah. You mean to say that Basil from the Labyrinth was a hostage in the weapon warehouse? Seems to be the case. Wow. Wonder what that's, this family is up to. Makes you wonder about the tomes and texts. Exactly. Do we have any idea where they are now? Well, my inside connections have said that apparently the Calzone family, small group, time group of thugs, but influential in the right ways, are trying to mediate, come to some kind of equal ground with the Drellium Institute on behalf of the gang members. Now, I put two and two together. I've known a lot about the Calzone family for a long time now. And looking at where I was told the warehouse was, the Calzones have a restaurant not too far from there. Do a lot of business out of there. However, it's not necessarily in their name. Just a front, you see. And the Calzones are known to be quite risk-averse. Is the the hostage part of the deal? Or are they just trading the weapon? Well, not 100% sure exactly what they're trading there, but a safe assumption that she'd be included in the price. Hmm. This is going to be a bit more difficult than I thought. It may or may not be. If they are, in fact, holding her, Sarah, at the restaurant... We could have a very short window, but only slightly guarded at this point. Calzone family wouldn't want to know that, let the law know, or anyone else know, that they have particular dealings in that restaurant. It's a good front for them. So we should make a move as soon as possible. That's what he's saying. My thoughts exactly, kid. Do we have a... Do you know the place? Do you have a plan in mind? I'm familiar with it, yeah. Alright. Well, what's, he, what's your idea for it then? I don't know the place. I don't know this place, actually. Uh, any insight would be helpful. Well, the cheese string has been around for quite some time. Deals with delicatessens. My best bet is if they have a cellar, they're probably holding her down there, if anything. Be a safe spot. Wouldn't connect the calzones right away. And not a lot of people would know about it. Wouldn't search that kind of place, you see? So with that right. said... Not sure how we want to play this out, though. Do we go in guns blazing, asking questions? Hmm... Something we're going to have to think about before we get there. Tinsley immediately oh. speaks up. We just go in guns blaring. We just go daggers drawn, cannons ready, just take them all out. I mean, they're a, you know, a criminal family. But I mean, it's it's a restaurant and Tinsley is hungry at least. We at least have a seat at a table when 
see how it is there. Maybe a stealthy approach would be the kind of the way to go before we go all gun blazing. My thoughts exactly. There could be innocence there. Don't want to overstep our boundaries. Do something I mean, one we might want to do. One of us is stealthy enough. Maybe she can't get past everybody. And go and have a look in the, in the cellar. Did you or, just say pass to everybody? Yeah. You get inspiration, my friend. Okay, thanks. <laughs> no, I'm the only one? Fun. Come on. Dave's favorite really? pasta jokes. Pasta. pasta. Oh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you make puns, wow. you get inspiration on this show. <laughs> I'll try to make them Wait, on what? purpose next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move out then. Mm -hmm. Nick or turning do we need away. To get some, uh, some, uh, some instrument or some uh, guns or something with you before you go. Are you all set? I should be all right. Oh, I have all the guns I need right here. And he pats his two shoulders. All right. As the three of you leave Nick's office, you continue down the roads of the Skystone. There doesn't seem to be a lot of activity out, as it is still pretty late at night, at this point, roughly around three or four in the morning. Eventually, you find yourself walking down a few side streets before coming across a relatively inconspicuous building. Nothing too much that stands out, other than the fact that it seems to be the only building that has any kind of lights that flickers from the windows. Before approaching the door, Nick stops you both. That's the place up there. Anything else we need to discuss before heading in? Uh, due to the time, I'm guessing they won't be open for business. So as soon as we walk in, we might find some resistance. Sorry, my perception of time is not that good. I thought it was earlier in the night. But if it's, if it's 3 or 4 a.m., uh, I'm guessing we're going to be facing a welcome carry. So, my thoughts exactly. I'm, I don't say go go in old gun blazing, but be ready for everything. Anything. I tend to agree. I think the best thing to do at this point is just to make sure, see if the door's open. If the door's open, then they're expecting people. If the door's locked, then I think we have our answer. All right. All right. <laughs> Nick turns away from you and begins to approach the restaurant door. As his hand reaches out, he grasps the door handle before giving one last look to both you and Tinsley. With that, he begins to turn his wrist. It doesn't seem the door's locked. 
He takes one last look at all of you before pushing the door inward. V. As you continue to lead the group down to the second level of Neptune's star, again, a few faces and individuals wish you a good day as you pass by, most of them very friendly. You can still hear the commotion of the ship all around you, ropes just above your head being dragged across the deck. You begin to make your way down a long corridor. On either side, you can see a number of gated or barred little areas. Again, you would recognize this as the cargo room where you would keep most of your more expensive cargo. Well, typically it's not something you'd have to be concerned about with the rest of the crew being thieves and whatnot. Your previous captain felt it best, just in case, to lock some of the items away. You begin to walk down the corridor slowly. A sense of, a sense of safety is there, as you do note that all of the cell doors seem to be locked. Or at least closed. You once again take a moment to think to yourself just how real this feels. Taking your steps forward, looking back to the left and the right as you pass by each one of the cells proper. You go past about five sets before you see one that at first glance seems to be empty. However, as you stand directly in front of the door, getting a full view of the area, you see the silhouette of a body. From your perspective, you can't tell the overall size, whether that's a shorter individual or someone potentially kneeling down. In fact, no distinguishing features you can make out. Just a large cloak that seems to cover them. We will, um, I guess, walk up, walk up as close as she can get, um, and, uh, <laughs> that was weird. Oh, yeah, the no, there's, I, I forgot to mention, there's flying motorcycles <laughs> outside of the, uh, outside of the ship. It's fine. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, the... I'll just say hello. As you look at the individual kneeling down, or smaller individual, you get no response. All right, listen, fuckface. Why don't you say something so that I can figure out who you are? Or you're going to be 
little scared person behind the bars. Again, no response. V, uh, do you yes. think that might be the Grim Reaper? What? No. <laughs> it's got no, a cloak and everything, man. No, Grimoire. Not the Grim Reaper. This is either a person that completely fucked me over, or this is a person that I trust. I don't know. I've heard tales. The Grim Reaper is very crafty. I'm sure the Grim Reaper is very crafty, but that's not part of my memory, please. Uh, this thing is locked, right? Mm-hmm. Primo, can you open this? Oh, you want me to open it and let the yes. scary rope person out? Oh, if this person is someone that fucked me over, I will be killing this person! Again! Higher low for your benefit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi, I guess. Yeah, I guess I could do that. Look at his locking tools out. Okay. I'm uh, gonna check the straps. Okay. Um, not. Sorry, definitely not what? I'm not checking for traps. I'm making it very clear that I'm not checking for traps. Okay, fair enough. As you insert your lock pick into the door, a massive explosion comes out of I nowhere, killing everyone, including Tristan. Well, that's enough for <laughs> this campaign. Real, Let's uh <laughs> Yeah, y'all. That was a big explosion. Yeah, it was huge. It was massive. <laughs> Took up the entire world. The world's gone. Have to start it over again. Um, no. As you fiddle with the lock for a few moments, as typical in these kind of situations, a loud click is heard once you pop the lock. Looking over to V, you give a little bit of a nod, indicating that... What's done is done. Be staring. I'm gonna mention real quick. Now, V, don't do anything too brash, all right? But if you we'll do, take a we step got back. your back. <laughs> Just in case, you know. Uh, we will swing open the door. Okay. And walk in towards the figure. Okay. As the door swings open, it smashes loudly on the other sides of the cell, metal on metal, creating a bit of a clanging noise that reverberates throughout the entirety of the second level. In a huff, you begin to walk forward aggressively at first, but as you come within a, a few feet of the individual, a bit of fear grips you for a moment. But still, you edge on closer. Now just mere inches away from the cloak itself. And I need you to make a perception check for me. As you approach closer and closer, 
Still, none of the features of the individual are readily available to you. However, you do notice one thing. As you stare just over the shoulder of the individual, you take notes of the ground in front of him. Not sure where it's coming from, but shimmering light seems to be dancing on the ground, almost like a shadow. V will, um, does she recognize what that is, or is it completely new to her, this shimmery thing? I would say that you've seen it twice in the last few hours. Okay, is this going over my head? Am I missing something here? Yes, I won't help you. Okay. Well, what did I see in the last... Where did I see this? In your travels. Okay. Um, V will just say... What is your name? Still no response. Uh, is this cloaked figure, like, facing her or no. away from her? He has this back to you right now. He's facing the opposite wall. Uh, she will just, but, yeah, she'll just grab his cloak, uh, the hood of his cloak, and try and throw it, throw it down, take it off. Okay. As you reach forward, grabbing on the back of the hood itself, ripping it down once again aggressively, you immediately take notes of the stringy long hair that rests on either side. You can take note of the almost slick black hair itself. Oh. And a silvery, almost platinum glow that comes off of the back of the head. Oh no, Rob, I'm so sorry. We're about to have some serious issues. Uh, V will just say Sicarius. She'll go around to the other side of him. As you whip around to the front, standing now directly in front of him, you do see a uh, now platinum version of Sicarius. His eyes closed almost in a meditation with a large sword directly in front of him, almost in prayer. I swear I didn't have anything to do with anything. Why do they think that you did? I don't know. Let's ask myself. And I'm going to go up to myself and like touch myself on the shoulder. See what happens when I actually interact. As soon as you walk over and grab the shoulder of the individual, once again, the amalgamation process starts all over. You watch as almost ink-like tendrils of yellow begin to pull itself directly into the silvery version of Sicarius. You see them now melding together as yellow Sicarius begins to disappear. And only Platinum now stands, kneels in front of you. 
Well, hello. <clears throat> Strange, I do not understand what I am in, how I got in this predicament. Seems like everyone else thinks that you're a traitor. A traitor? To who? I am no traitor to anybody. Well, you don't. How do you know that if you don't even know how you got here? Because I know myself. <laughs> I, I would never like betray anybody. <laughs> Excuse me, Grimor? <laughs> I'd roll an insight check, but it wouldn't help. Of course. Sicarius, you do remember, and this is starting to get very strange <laughs> for you at this point, as the memories seem to blur together. Multiple memories from multiple people all residing in a single individual. You do remember the moments of the more lustful Sicarius. Mm -hmm. You remember the short time as the happy Sicarius. All of their memories seem to bleed directly into you. You remember sitting in the cage cell. You remember battling the trees. But from... The Silver Platinum Sicarius. You can't recall anything beyond being in the cell. On your There's knees. No memory of how I got here. As far as the memory of this is concerned, you've always been here. In this exact position. Kneeling. Remembering your tenants. Um, question for the DM. Mm -hmm. Cloak that he's wearing. Is it familiar to me or not? Yes. Mm. Although it is a relatively non-conspicuous cloak. A simple I guess what you would describe as a leather cloak. But without a doubt, you would not forget this one. Paris, why are you here in my nightmare dream thing? Why are you here in this cloak? That is a very good question. I mean, I've been traveling with you guys since you first rescued me from the cage. Then we found another piece of me in Oksana's memory, and now we're finding me here. For all I know, I've been at this position for quite a while. I do not know why I'm here. Yeah, so maybe here? this is just another piece where we're all trying to fit everything together. How should I know? <laughs> I need to be right back, and uh, V will just Start walking and she'll say, Grimo, lock him in. I'm going to keep walking. Will... Oh, you, man. <laughs> well, Listen. Sicarius. <laughs> yes, V. You stay here. I have why? some questions for the people who put you here. Don't you want to know why you're here? Well, I can't help you if I'm standing here. Now, can I? I think it Wouldn't would it be better if I keep joining you? Absolutely not. It would be a lot better if you just stayed here for a minute 
when I spoke to someone. Uh, v will call out um, for uh, Dracula. Wait, are you really going to lock me up for no apparent reason? To you, it's well. no apparent reason. But to me, it could be everything. Why are you wearing that cloak, Sicarius? Look down. Do I know why? No. How should I know it? Apparently, different parts of me that I keep merging has different things happening, so I can't know everything. This is a strange place, like Basil said. No, don't maybe bring me into this. Just, <laughs> maybe this is just something that is happening because they wanted to make you crazy. I don't know. Yes, maybe the book is playing some kind of trick to turn us against each other. Exactly. It is a very good point, though, turning against one another. If you'll excuse me, Oksana, can I talk to you over here? Sure. <laughs> to have a sidebar with Oksana, just be like, Listen, if we had to pick sides here, I mean, we don't know <laughs> what's going to happen, but I feel like we, we should stay on the same side, so who are you leaning more towards? I don't know. I was thinking the same thing. It's a difficult decision. We can flip a coin. We- um, How far away are you guys saying this? So <laughs> super within earshot. <laughs> we are barely even turning our backs to you. Yes, Carius, you would hear you would hear whispers with V still standing in front of you right now. The two of you slightly bickering back and forth. Um, go ahead and if you want, make a uh, perception check at disadvantage. Oh, and another question: Are the all move all movements and must be included still effect mm-hmm. even in this news okay oh right thank you for the reminder oh right yeah 3% so that's a 5 5 oh while it's difficult to turn your attention towards the opposite conversation as v and you continue to battle wits back and forth grimoire As you continue to have this conversation with Oksana, looking to your right-hand side, you do take note of the cargo that sits directly beside you. You've seen it many times before, and consider tensions are quite high at this point. What better than a few bottles of ale that sit in the crate directly beside you? See what, my friend? There's ale over here. Maybe we just... I I don't partake personally, but I have seen people get drunk mm. before, and they usually well. either end up fighting or not, but by the end of it, they're all kind of made up, right? So... Or maybe we can get them to tell their secrets, and we can see which one is the good one, and then we will pick side. Right, I yeah. like the idea. <laughs> hey, look Wait. what we found over hey, here, guys. Uh, will you let me join you, or are you going to try to lock me up? I don't understand. I came down the hallway with you. I intend to go down the hallway with you as well. Look, Sakarius, beard! <laughs> as Grimoire begins to pass around these small uh, wooden uh, vessels that seem to be filled with ale... 
Wait, you take you a want moment. The drink right now? You take a moment to have a quick drink with your companions. Oh, so do you, good. Tristan. <laughs> Listen, the only reason that I haven't killed you yet is because. Excuse you? Did you burp? Are you saying excuse you? I said excuse me. <laughs> oh, yes. The only reason I said, and we will say it louder. The only reason I haven't killed you yet is because of the Sicarius that I once knew. What do you and mean? This doesn't once make knew. any. I am still Sicarius. You're missing parts of you. And that's why we're here to help. You know, go through all of your things because of the fact that you come to help rescue me, which I am grateful for. But locking me up is not going to help achieve anything. Why would you all of a sudden turn on me like this? I do not understand. Well, for one, my imaginary crew upstairs told me that you are the traitor. That they have captured you. Now I am here to question you. And you are wearing a cloak that I am very, very familiar with. Then in explain my to memory. me what this cloak means, because I do not understand. Hold on, hold on, everybody. I think I have a wonderful plan. If you'll give me just a moment. And I'll take Oxana's <laughs> side again. I need you to push uh, V into the cage. Just trust you me, I feel like this will work. <laughs> this I'm is going... her worst fear. This is literally <laughs> her worst fear. <laughs> if this goes badly, I'm going to tell them that you started it. I'll take full responsibility. Okay, you want me to do it now? Yeah, do it now. Okay. And I'll be ready with my lockpicking tools to relock. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, for the sake of the moment, Oksana, go ahead and make an athletics check for me. Grimoire, go ahead and make mm -hmm. a slight of hand check for me. Okay, so I'm nothing. Not my attacks you. aren't at disadvantage or anything, right? Because this would be a check, so I'm good to go. Uh, that's going to be. Those attacks, yeah. It's going to be 11. Okay. 21. 21. Um, V, go ahead and make a strength saving throw at disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> wow. You never know. You never know. Oh, I rolled two 18s. I'm not even fucking kidding you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I do have a negative modifier. Hold on. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, so 17. Yeah. Hey. 17. As, uh... Oksana tries to sneak up behind you. You immediately hear the creaking of the footsteps. You also hear the clicking of Grimoire's foot now approaching quickly behind you. Glancing over your shoulder for a brief moment, you can see Oksana now coming up from behind you. She attempts to push you into the cell, but you're able to evade it as you spin around to her backside. She's sweating profusely. And you think Gross. I'm the traitor? What? What are you? What are you doing, oh, Oksana oh, and Greenwood? Oh, what are you doing? Hey, v, did you? Uh, I was do something new with your hair. I was trying to give you a hug. You seem tense. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say that V would know that that is 100 percent not true, <laughs> considering the contested role before. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Why would she know that that's not true? That's true. Make a deception <laughs> check for me. Right, for it. Deception yeah, yeah. against insight here, I feel like. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's fair. We do a lot more of those than grapple checks around here, folks. All my all my checks are at disadvantage too, right? 
My I don't have checks at disadvantage. I have it's attacks at disadvantage. Yeah. That's what I wrote down. V, yeah. I don't remember what you had as a phobia. You got a different poison though. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's true. Fuck. I know there I was a thing eight. about my turn ending and stuff like that. Um, I think it was that you can only use your action bonus action. You can roll at disadvantage if you want. I don't I feel want like to. You should. Hang on, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, do you remember what phobia you had? FOMO. Uh, Didn't we all have FOMO? You had no. You, you had, had FOMO. had FOMO. Um, okay. Mine was like, basically, if somebody hit me before I took an action, I'd lose my entire turn. Also, uh, if I miss, I'd lose the rest of my turn. Damn it, I really fight. wanted to lock them in a cage together. That would have been so good. Um, <laughs> now look what you did. Oh yeah, you would you would fear a failure. Uh, yeah, you can only succeed on things if being helped by a party member. Right, that's it. Oh. Okay. Uh, so, so would she? So technically, so would she yeah, she would have failed. The she would have failed the strength oh, yeah. check. So yeah. Hell yeah. So there you I go. I love rewinding. Grimoire, there you go. You retcon it. So <laughs> time reverses all of a sudden, thanks to the universe. As V gets pushed into the cell, Grimoire, you immediately lock the door behind him. You watch as V and Sicarius now rush to the doors itself in protest. Uh, as a little bit of a. I wouldn't say malicious smile crosses Grimoire's face. More <laughs> more proud Cheeky? than anything. Cheeky is a good word. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and with that yeah. said, I think that's where we're going to take a short rest for the <laughs> evening. <laughs> this is going so well. It's working out perfectly, guys. Um, yeah. So with that said, as always, we do take some questions on our break. We are going to be doing it this time. I know I asked you guys to hold off uh, from last episode because we were on a little bit of a, a uh, little bit of a time limit. But if you have any questions, throw them down in chat about myself, the campaign, the players, the universe, life, or anything inside of it, um, and we'll do our absolute best to answer. And yes, I do mean any question. I'm I'm here to help the best that I possibly can. Justin Bieber pose. But with that said, guys, go ahead and go get your beers, your orange juices, your Bieber bits. Is that what? Tim Biebs uh, coffee? I don't know. I can't remember what the hell it is. Uh, and we will be back after a very short rest. I'm sorry for hitting my mic. So stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss this. We'll be right back, guys. Me too. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Um, so I think we had a few questions during our chat. Let me just double check. Um, DM Dave, what fact do you wish you never learned? <laughs> Ooh, that's a loaded question, my friend. Um, probably that there, that polar bears don't have genders at all. That was the weirdest thing. When I found out that they like, they're, they're like asexual, like worms. And, and they somehow procreate with themselves. That was probably the weirdest fact that I've ever learned that I wish I never knew. I'm looking like that that's up. that's not true. It's true. It's true. Look it up. Polar bears don't have genders. Or sexes. Or whatever you want to call them. They're just, there's just one thing. It's weird. Look if, you, look, if you're a polar bear, you can do whatever the hell you want, mate. Like It's true. It's true. <laughs> you're like Prince in that regard. Um... Uh, Next question up. Uh, how are all you wonderful people today? Ready for the holiday weekend? Um, uh, I 
I think so. Maybe a little bit, a little bit. Uh-huh. Jess, that's a hundred percent true. Don't don't listen to Jess. Excuse me, I googled it and I find nothing to support you. Fake news. You know some weird stuff about ants. It's fake news. Um, uh, okay, moving on. A uh, quick question suggestion for Grimoire. Uh, there might be a, a second music box around since this is V's dream slash memory. Thinking of grabbing it? I don't like this oh, at that all. That just became part of my plan. Thank you very much. This is really <laughs> turning into a V's nightmare. It literally, Dave probably didn't even plan this, but you know, one of V's fear is like, you know, being betrayed. And uh, she's already been locked in a cell by her uh, closest people in her life. Uh, and now one of them wants to steal from her. So it's great. It's going to be good. Going it's good. for your own good. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> We're being parented right now. <laughs> uh, and uh, that was all the questions that we had on our chat. Okay. So. Back to our episode. V now being locked proper inside of the cell with Sicarius. The two of you attempt to protest for a short period, but to no avail. Yeah, uh, listen, just relax. All right. I know all about this kind of stuff. I talked with Maggie and Carlos about it. They call it overexposure therapy. Now, you two are going to sit in there and you're just going to talk out your problems like adults. And you'll be all the better for it. To talk about. I am not the one that's overreacting. It's between you two, all right? It ain't even my deal. (laughs) So here's the thing. We're going to go... You're not going to leave us here. No, just for a moment. We're going to go. We're going to do some detective work on our side. See if we can suss out what's going on here. And uh, What do you think is going to happen to you once you walk out of here knowing that you locked up their captain? Well, that's why we have Basil. He's really good with words. You think I'm this sorry, is what? a good idea to leave them unsupervised? I'll say them. Like... They, they've been through, well, just as we all have been, they've been through a lot together. I think, I think it'll be, it's going to be I fine. It's, this is going to be good. I, it's called Shh. overexposure therapy, or I can't remember. They might have, you might have called it Stockholm Syndrome. I don't remember. But the, the, Oh, wait, no. Stockholm Syndrome is why we're going to be okay, because... They're going to fall in love with their captors. It happens all the time. I've read it in books and stuff. And so they'll love mm-hmm. us more for what we're doing. And they'll learn to love each other because of being overexposed. And Basil, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go out there and uh, say that we need to get the captain's quarters ready or something along those lines and go check that out. So I think that's a good place for us to start our investigation. Who's with you? Okay. I, I can see where you're going with this. I'm 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 I Are you're you on sure board. I can tell you're on board. I, this is why I like Basley. I didn't say that. I, I just mean it looks like V is going to murder Sicarius when we leave. You're absolutely right. Uh V, you should hand us over your sword. Just thinking. That's not that's not what I I'm, Look, I, I, I think perhaps, much like putting two opposing forces together to try and get them to sort each other out, might be a, a fine idea for perhaps children, uh, but for armed adults dealing with nightmare trauma, probably not the most suitable. I'm hearing that you're on board. 
but that you want to take your own uh, swing at things. So you're going to be in charge of talking to the crew because we got to figure out what's going on. We are still in the nightmare world. I get that. So let's all of us. Uh, oh, that's true. Kinda, you know, you have FOMO, so you have to come with us because you want to be a part of these activities anyway. Uh, <laughs> we're going right. to go test right. everything out. Let's give him right. a quick moment. Okay. We don't I have mean, to leave him overnight or anything. We, we will interrupt and just look at Basil and say, Basil. Don't. No. Please. <laughs> Let me out of here right now. Oh, you see, the thing about that is Basil's not very good with locks. And I'm pretty quick. And he's going to run upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for me. I want to come wherever you're going. <laughs> All right, uh, that is also a point. Also, I, I mean, just between us, I mean, do you want them talking to the crew? Listen, the only way is through, and I'm going to run. <laughs> I don't like confrontation. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Please don't hate me. <laughs> All right, as Basil runs after the now running Oksana and Grimor, the two of you remain Man, in the I cells. I am sorry to split. This into three. Oh, it's fine. It's here. not I like I, I, I had to worry about three split party. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> fuck. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> yeah, someone clipped that. We broke him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Screw you guys. Tristan. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Fair, fair. As Nick opens the door, you hear a soft melody playing in the background. The three of you now entering into the tavern proper. You see a few individuals, very sparse in the amounts that seem to be sitting at the tables. A few of them look over to you, giving you a glance as you walk in. Give me an insight check. Oh, 21. 21. As you make eye contact with a few of these individuals, they give a bit of a glance of foreboding. That is foreboding. You can tell just by the glances on their faces that they're not impressed that you're here in any way before turning back to the activities they were doing before you walked in. At the other end of the bar, you see a human man, relatively port. You can see that most of his hairline has receded backwards, and it has now been slicked back, being held back with gel, oils, not sure at this point. He gives you a, a bit of a stink eye, if you will, as you approach. He continues, though, to clean off the bar rail. Sorry, folks. We're, uh, we're closed for the evening. Nick. Um, 
Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Nick speaks up at this point. We're just uh, looking for a quick drink. The bartender kind of sighs for a moment before gesturing to the seats at the bar rail. The three of you now taking a seat. Go ahead. No, I said I would would go ahead and take a seat. Okay. Sitting down at the bar, the bartender now pours all three of you a drink. Just a quick one before we head out for the evening. I was wondering if we could ask a few questions. Bartender gives a a glance before telling you all that's 20 cop, sorry, that's uh, 20 copper pieces before he makes his way to the other side of the bar rail beginning to do what looks to be inventory. Well, I'm not sure what we should do from here. From my count, there's about five of them. Not including the bartender, that is. Tinsley speaks up again. We can take them. We can take them no problem. Nick once again looks towards Tristan. What do you think, kid? Well, I think we have a fair fair chance of taking them. Uh... I wish there wouldn't. There would be a way easier to go around this, but three AM. Any any one of us moving would be suspicious anyway. So maybe let's wait until the bartender comes back and take him out first. So you're thinking guns blazing? Let's go guns blazing. All right, I can get behind that. The three of you sit and continue to enjoy your drinks. However, the bartender slowly makes his way back over towards you. Anything I can get you for the evening before you leave? Actually, here's your, here's your money. And I will hand him the, the one silver, which I will put in his hand and try to hold his hand at the same time. Okay. As you reach to, you, you hold out the coins towards his hand as he grasps onto him. What are you doing? I want to cast Inflict Wounds as I hold his hand. Okay. Uh, what is that? Is that a save? No, it's it's a touch. <laughs> it's just That's automatically inflicted. No, basically, I you know, normally it's a, it's 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 a, it's a touch thing. That's why I want you to be holding his hand. So I'm guessing if I hold his hand, I don't have to roll for it. I don't know. No, no, no normally it's just like a 
just like it's just like well, inflict attack. wounds is a first level spell. You're doing it at first level. Um. Yes. Okay. Yep. Um. I believe there might be a con save behind it. You might want to double check that. Um. Uh, no. Make no? a melee spell attack against a creature. You you can reach. Should be attack attack roll. Yeah. Attack. Yeah. So I roll. I, I sixteen that I roll. Sixteen would absolutely pass. As you grasp onto the individual's hand, you let loose the necrotic energy through your hands into the coins. You can see him kind of tense up for a moment. Go ahead and roll some damage for me. That's uh, fourteen points of damage. Fourteen points of damage. Jesus Christ. The bartender letting out a, a loud loud scream at this point. You watch as Nick and Tinsley now jumping up to their feet. The other patrons around the bar also jumping up as well. You see as they reach underneath the tables, they seem to pull out what you would recognize out of game as almost like a jackhammer of sorts. A very long tubular type uh, mechanical device without a... Without a pick at the end, the tip is completely broken off. As you can see, there just seems to be a small hole as they hold each of them up to you. Uh, you hear a strange noise as the each one of these strange mechanical devices warm up. All right, I will jump behind the bar. Okay, the three of you immediately taking note, you jump over to the other side of the bar as the bartender falls down in pain. Now, hiding, hiding behind the bar, you hear the individual, one individual yell out, There's nowhere you can goes. With that said, three more. You rush up back to the top of the deck. And for a moment, as you push the doorward open, this doesn't seem to be the same place that you had left before. The sky looks grayer, almost like it's in overcast. You can feel the ship still moving, the propellers still spinning at the front as the two magical sail-like wings continue to spread upward and downward on either side. But no other noises and no other crew members. As Oksana and Basil run up behind you, you also take note of the same surroundings. Almost like that of a ghost ship. Maybe the rest of it does not exist without her. Maybe. Uh, this is all part of my plan. This, this is... So... I don't know. Grimoire, you wanted to talk to crew members. There is nobody here. Uh, maybe they're in the mess hall. You know, it's probably dinner time, right, Basil? Uh, uh... I don't think that this is as simple as them being here or not. We are proceeding forward through the fears that uh, V is dealing with right now. Something has happened, and things are changing. 
It's getting darker, much like when Oxana's dream began with us having some rest and respite before taking its horrible twist. I'm afraid that we are only just heading into the storm. This, it's eerie silence before something terrible. I think for now we should split up and search the deck. Uh, we've got you there. Uh, <laughs> I think we should search the deck. Um, Oksana, could you search the uh, the board of the ship, and I shall search the aft. And Grimoire, if uh, you don't mind, the rigging as well. If we can make sure that at least from here we can get our bearings, we should be able to at least know what might come next. Right. I don't mean, want to uh, go anywhere by myself. I want to be surrounded by everybody right now for reasons I cannot explain. All right, to be perfectly well, if honest, she can come with me because uh, I'm not crazy about heights. <laughs> okay, well, how about the two of you search the rigging and I'll search the deck. That's great. Okay, man. Right. This is still my point. plan, just so everyone knows. <laughs> yes, and it is a good plan. Uh, but uh, do be careful. I don't know what happens if we fall off this ship. If this ship is the construct of these nightmare, then there may simply be nothing overboard. And uh, I don't want to think about falling into an eternal oblivion. So let's avoid doing this. He's already started climbing up the rigging and you just hear, it's okay, I've already floated in a like, never-ending sea before, remember? <laughs> yep, you're not going to let me live that down anytime soon, are you? All right. <laughs> Grimoire, uh, as... All right, I'm going to check the helm. Sure. Uh, and Oksana, where are you checking? I'm following Grimoire because she has FOMO, so she doesn't want to be alone. Okay. Pushing my butt up. Okay. Grimor and Oksana, as you begin to climb up the net-like ropes that attach to the main sails, you continue to climb, noting some of the crow's nests that rest on top of the large sails that sit at the front center mast. Grimor, as you finally make it to the top, you get a bird's-eye view over top of the entire ship. There doesn't seem to be a soul in sight. I'll throw up. All right. You throw up. It's okay, little one. Deep breaths, deep breaths. Oxana, make a dexterity saving throw for me. Great. Fifteen. Fifteen. You can see the familiar signs of Grimoire being sick to his stomach and are able to dodge out of the way, just in case, before oh. the acidic stomach... Actually, never mind. Basil. As you search the helm, again, looking through all of the large crates that are set up around the deck of the ship, you don't seem to see any individuals. Continue your search for a short period of time, but come up with nothing. Anything down there? No, no, anything up there. Not a damn thing. 
Uh, the last place I can think to check is maybe the captain's cabin, but outside of that, maybe this wasn't a very good plan. Basil, why did you do this? Well, you know, you've got to... No, I'm not even going to bother. Uh, I, I'll, I'll go check the captain's quarters. You, you take your time. Come down safely. I'll take my time. Watch out Why for flying dogs. Why don't you dogs. hang on to me, little man? That makes me a little more comfortable. Thank you. <laughs> you will latch right. onto her like a koala. As we're as we're heading down, I want to say, Grimoire, you know I have full faith in you always. But I don't know about this plan. I am concerned for Sicarius and V. Yeah, I'm looking back, you know, I I don't even know if Maggie and Carlos ever said that that overexposure therapy actually worked. For all I know, it was like just a hoax. I... Let's go back. I may I have think. goofed. <laughs> She's going to uh, be pretty pissed. I like this spicy version of her, but. I don't know if it is directed at us. Well, you know, I figure even if this didn't work, I figure spreading the hate around amongst all of us will help take it off Sicarius, and maybe overall that'll be a better situation for us all to be in. Oh, you are playing numbers game, I see. Yeah, it's a plan within a plan, as it were. (laughs) Okay, well, let's see what happens when we get down. Hold on. As you lower yourself down, you meet up once again with uh, Basil at the center mast of the deck. Where are you going from here? Are you going back downstairs? Wait for Basil. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to check the captain's quarters super quick. Okay. And then back. You spend a short period of time looking around for the captain's deck, finally finding it again, opening the door. Not a soul to be found. Does anything look out of place so bizarre in any way? Other than the fact that the ship is still running completely on its own? No. Okay. And it's not like, I mean, I know this is, you would have mentioned, it's not like we're careening towards like a reef or things. We're just sailing nope. in the vast, as it were. You're, so this is an airship. So you're you're gingerly floating along amongst the clouds. Sky reef. Sky reef. Oh yeah, the classic sky <laughs> reefs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Bobby. You see the sky whales. Okay. Yeah, all those things. Yeah, they're perfect. All right. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'll meet up with the others. All right. Well, it doesn't seem like there's anything up here. I suppose where we should go down and see how the two of them are doing. Yeah, so maybe offer a massage or something. I don't know. This is- you really goofed up with this one. <laughs> just gonna look downstairs. I, I just, I just, I look at Oksana and there's just babbling coming from Basil. Okay. We will figure it out. Making your way back downstairs, <laughs> you once again find yourselves in front of the cell that you've locked V and Sicarius in. Neither of them seem to be talking to one another at this point, just giving dagger eyes towards all of you. I can see that this has worked perfectly, that everyone is all the better for it. I'm going to unlock the cage now. 
and I ask only that you don't stab me in the face. <laughs> also, a point worth noting, your crew is completely gone, and I don't know what's happening anymore. I've lost complete control of this situation. You remember when I was telling you that not everyone's made out to be leaders? Mm-hmm. I discovered something about myself today. <laughs> As he's just like finagling with the lock, <laughs> like getting it on the <laughs> Finally, also, hearing the clock or the lock click once again, V and Sicarius, you are both free. No hard feelings? And he just like no he pulls out a one arm, like. In a cage. <laughs> yes, yeah, so imagine a person who struggles with vulnerability is finally being vulnerable with those closest to her and then they betray her right in front of her very eyes for no particular reason a very strong word i it is strong word it is strong word i did Mm. what i thought would be truly best for the group uh, for this little family Mm -hmm. thank you for showing me who you are grimoire it's nice to meet you his ears just sort of perk down. Like, he knows he's in trouble. Look, he sinks his, you his V neck to into his chest. As well, v. If I was this traitor you were talking about, wouldn't they have recognized me on top of the deck before we came down here when we first arrived? Who? Your crew. I was standing with you outside of this cage before we met this version of me, correct? Nobody oh, recognized thanks. me as the traitor, did they not? So, it is plausible to think that this version of me just took over whatever entity was supposed to already be here. Do I not make some sense to this crazy world that we're in right now? You do. Because they guided us here, did they not? You have to forgive me if I don't 100% trust you. What have I possibly have done to lose your trust in the last two hours? I don't know what this world is doing, but it puts you in that cloak for a reason. And I don't know what the reason is. Obviously to separate us and cause conflict. What else could it be? I mean, one theory is that the person who wore that cloak in my life, in my real life, I didn't recognize as a traitor either. So what does this cloak represent to you? Why does it offend you so much? The Help me is... understand where you're coming from so I don't take this as a betrayal as like you took the rest of them locking us up. The person who wore that cloak in my real life, I killed him for a good reason. I threw him overboard. But it was too late. He pretended to be somebody that... was a contact of mine that I deeply trusted. He was not. And I couldn't recognize it in the moment. I was ferrying... a person. A nice lady. And he was there, escorting. And it became very clear that he was there to end the mission. 
so I killed him first. But it was too late. Whoever leaked the information leaked where we were, and they shot the ship down out of the sky. And just before we were shot down, the lady, the very nice lady that I was ferrying, was begging me to take care of her daughter because she knew something was going to go wrong, and I assured her. I said, no, don't worry, I took care of him. It's all over now. And then we were shot out of the sky together, and she died. So he is the person who started that. He is connected to this leak, to this mole. And he left a young girl alone on the streets because he killed her mother. He helped kill her mother. Perhaps, V, this is your test to, to trust your ultimate betrayer. That sounds like a horrible idea. This is what the book is asking you to do. Because the betrayer, it seems, is Sicarius. Or, you know, there is some kind of trick. But I have no memory of a ship. Well, no, it's... no, no, I don't mean uh, it is I'm... actually you. The book is making it seem like it is you. So you are, you are this betrayer, this horrible person. It's symbolism, I think. Yeah. Sorry, I'll shut up. <laughs> he goes and just no, no, grabs some more beers I, I, I... from the crate and just gingerly, like, in front of, like, <laughs> and Sicarius. <laughs> like, I, I think like, Oksana is. I definitely think Oksana is onto something in, in this regard, but I. I, I would remind everyone here that everything here is a fabrication, uh, not real, merely merely a pathway, as there is no directions in this place. These nightmares, these, these, these feelings of betrayal, and of course the dredging up of old memories, are what the book is, is doing. As far as how to get through it, Oksana uh, maybe maybe rebuffing these nightmares is, is the way to move forward. Or perhaps embracing them, as you did with yours and as um, Grimoire did with theirs. This may simply be how to... And he looks really apologetically at V. This may be simply how we push through to get to the other side. As much as this Sicarius... The fear of the unknown is a great fear, Sicarius. And with... Magenta Sicarius, and with Golden Sicarius, there was a certain amount of transparency about them, their behaviors, whereas this new one has a variety of different unknowns. The only known we have is the fact that you're wearing a shirt symbolic of a trauma, treacherous trauma from V's past. I don't entirely agree with Remor's methods, but at the same time, it yielded results. And those results being is that whether or not this may symbolize something in the real Sicarius, 
this Sicarius is in just as much danger as the rest of us. Whether or not you may be some form of deeper treachery within the Sicarius that we knew, or whether you are simply an unwitting pawn done by the book, we will not be able to say. But unless we work together and stand as one, as a tribe, this book will tear us apart and leave anyone who does not manage to get through it to ruin. Well, it I seems will not tearing, see that happen. Tearing people apart is not really our problem. And she points at Sicarius and herself. Obviously, I've been literally uh. pulling her apart. But V, knowing me from what you know, can we work through this together? Or will you always look at me with distrust now? I wouldn't say always. I think just until we're out of my section. But for now, I won't kill you. How about that? Fair enough. I could live with that. As Sakaria right, says this, and as you find a mutual understanding, you watch as the robe or cloak he was wearing vanishes. Hey! See? I told you! It is symbol! My uh-huh. plan worked as intended and here we are. You're welcome. I'll high five Grimoire. <laughs> well done, friend! I'm he sure there are other ways that you could right have handled that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what did you what did you just say? I didn't hear. He just looks terrified of V right now. <laughs> oh yeah, still yeah, very v, unsure of himself. He is still shooting daggers. She's visibly pissed off. Well, you said the crew was missing. I suppose we should. Feels like that's the place to go. I think um, I don't know. I'm I'm confused. I think if we go up with you, we will see them again. This is my theory. I have a different theory, and uh, I just want us to be prepared, just in case. I think it. I think I. I hope it is what hap- What what you suggest, Oksana? But V, you said something that kind of put pause on me, which was the fact that the ship, from your memories, was shot down and crashed. No, not this ship. Not well, this not ship. Not the ship. Oh, okay. Not oh, thank ship. goodness. All right. All right. That's fine. I was just worried we were going to go up there and be plummeting. To our death. Even if we are, it's fine. Uh, you know, I but, survived. So you how did you? Survive. How did you know about this traitor in the first place? How did you find them out? I, I didn't. I, the fact that this man in the cloak tried to murder me was very clear indication that he was not the person that I was corresponding with to facilitate all of these transfers, whatever you want to call them. I have someone on the inside. This person pretended to be that person. And you never got a good look at them? The man that I killed? Yes. So you would know it wasn't me then, correct? Correct. So why was there doubt in the first place? Because I don't know what this place is trying to do. 
But like Basil says, we shall work together and we will figure this out. We'll help whatever you need to to move on from this place and come peace up with it. Plus, um, I'd like there... to be whole once again, too. I think we would all love to see that for you. Um, <laughs> is there anything else in this area? Be looking around. Cheers. Uh, <laughs> Hold up the beard. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Sakarius isn't happy with you either. <laughs> I'm well aware. <laughs> Everyone was getting a little. Basil too takes the beard and puts it down. <laughs> I'll drink. <laughs> this is not the time for celebration. V, as you begin to look around, there doesn't seem to be anything out of the ordinary. Now just hear me out on this one. I kind of don't want to, and V will start to walk up to the deck. Okay. Real mad, huh, Octi? Um, oh, and no, as, no, no, no. as she passes by Basil, she'll just sort of like lean in and talk a little quieter, and she'll say, Trust, it's such a funny thing. So hard to be earned. Yet so easy to be broken. And she'll keep walking. Oksana will say to Grimoire, Don't worry, she gets hoity-toity. She likes the drama. She'll get over it. Uh, I, I was just going to suggest that we take a nap because I'm hurt the fucking hell right now. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to stand up is hard enough, you know. Let alone come up with amazing plans that work but get your friends mad at you. <laughs> Don't worry. You thought for the best. She will see it the way it is one day. So will Sicarius. I would like to have nap too. I'm not right. feeling good myself. You want yeah. to go to sleep? Yeah, yeah I really do. <laughs> you guys are the worst party ever. You <laughs> lock me away in a cell. She leaves and you say, oh, well, it could be a battle up there. Let's just nap and let There's her no deal with there. it. Listen, wow. we can't win the battle on Also, we're points. just staying in character with our dumb selves. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the shaggy and the Scooby-Doo of the bunch, alright? Oh <laughs> we're just looking for a place to eat. Yeah. I walked out with you. Look, I wasn't sticking around to hear I... another plan. Oh, shit. Let's see, y'all are bonding. Yeah, Basil, Basil will, will, will take a, a long pause before heading up. That is all. Okay. Oksana and Grimoire, are you staying under the deck? I need, I need a, I have four hit points. Oh guys. yeah, we're sleeping in what that cage. What the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> sleeping in that cage for sure. Wow. Okay, you want to snuggle? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be up on that deck. I could roll off the side. Don't know. Why don't we try to convince Look, I'm not gonna lie. You guys. Rest? You want to try? I, I, I will try. S- I'm just real cranky right now. You know, <laughs> you, you know we have guys. two healers in our party, right? You know there are two healers. You don't have any <laughs> spells. Yeah, you guys are like, aren't you all out of spell slots? You're you all hurt. You don't have any. I got one left. Yeah. There's, we're too hurt for that to do shit right we're now. We're too hurt for like. a battle, yeah. I'm going to use on myself anyway, don't matter. 
I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I feel like you guys pulled a lot of weight the last fight, so I feel like it'd be really rude of me to turn around and say, "Yeah, I could use a nap." <laughs> Hello, please stop going upstairs. Can we rest for a little bit? I took big beating in last battle. I need to regain my strength. I don't know if any of you feel the same way. Okay. I'm assuming that V is not listening at this point. Uh, uh, v will stop. Um, and she'll uh, come back down and say, fine. Great. I'll get a beer and I'll find like a sack of hay. Uh, okay. V will go into one of the other like of the other cells or whatever. And sit down and wait. <laughs> so let me get this straight. You guys want to take a long rest. Oh, it's going to go horribly wrong. She knows. But for whatever reason, it's better to all be all together when shit goes south. And uh, we can try and take a rest all you guys want. <laughs> At least we won't be separated. Why does that seem like a crazy idea, though? It's Maybe. not a crazy There's idea. There's no one on the <laughs> ship right now. <laughs> Don't As we've already very thoroughly scouted out. So, uh, aren't you guys in a nightmare? I think sleeping is yeah, nightmare. Yeah, I was going to say a good idea. <laughs> I, feel well, like, I feel like I've been I've been banging that drum, Tristan, since like we got here. I right? Like I've been hell. We, we are slept. in the we nightmare slept. world. We slept you in the nightmare not slept. world already. We you have yeah, we, we had, we had, we had the feeling in the forest. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah okay. We did sleep. Then we had that big battle. Yeah, yeah, so everyone yeah. is wrong but us. Yeah. Again. Okay. Well, as a right. precaution, I'm just going to use my last healing spell on myself here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, you guys... I'm going to stay close to the stairs and stay I'm on watch. Brave of you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, if you guys are taking a long rest. You proceed to spend the next eight hours in the ship deck. <laughs> do, do we get a long rest? Though? You realize we're giving him two weeks to plan for this, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> you can absolutely go ahead and do that. Um, I'm a short rest. <laughs> I could, okay, I could you guys go got to tell me what you're doing. Too. Why, why well, don't we? You're kind of rest? making me think that it should be a short rest because you're being very foreboding. Well, we're well, in a fucking nightmare. <laughs> we were in. We were in a nightmare, in a already. nightmare already. That, yeah, that like, is your already, nightmare was so lovely. Everyone was like, "Oh, stay here, rest up." Here, people are fucking disappeared off the ship. The skies yeah, are but gray. We, but crazy. we don't know if that's why they're disappearing. Oksana's assuming they're disappearing because we're not with you to experience the world through. So I don't well, know. Why not go the... out to the deck with her and find out if that's still true? Because I have four hit points. That's why. Because I have four. Either way, I'm fucked. Let's take a short rest. How about that? Right. Instead of eight hours. Because to be on it, to be to be fair, <laughs> I don't have any faith that if we fall asleep here for eight hours, 
I feel like we're all gonna die. We're all going to die anyway. It seems. Oh, yeah, I mean, right I'd now. Rather be, I'd rather die on my feet than on my back. Speak for I'd yourself. rather not die. <laughs> Basil oh. likes life. Alright, short rest? Short rest, group? Short rest oh, man, is that's not gonna help me I don't much. think it would be okay. wise to sit down here for eight hours. What do you mean it's not going to help you? Give you all your HP back. Yeah. You can roll well, your hit die. So, well, you have to roll your hit die. Yeah, so you, oh. have, you have a certain amount of hit die equal to that of your level right now. Uh, if you okay. look within your, I think, on D&D Beyond, don't know where it is. Hold on. When you click short oh, I can, rest, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, so you can yeah. burn as many as your hit die as you want, specifically to regain your health on a short rest. Okay. So if it okay. says 1d8 plus 2, total of 3, I can do 3d8s and add 6. Correct. Correct. Okay. Instead, I'd like to spend my time looking for that second. I'm that, just kidding. I'm I was just about kidding. to say, you, if you're actively doing something, then yeah, no, you don't get any hit points back. I see you guys all rolling on DD Beyond like you successfully got through this short rest oh, already. <laughs> yep. You're yep. All- it's been done. Too late. Just prepared. Found it. Uh-huh. Freaking win. Okay. Ah, oh, what a I good short I'm, rest. I don't think I'm doing uh, this right. I'm just going to do it manually. So, Dave, are, are we rolling full short rest? rest? Yeah. I will say, for the sake of an hour, you can have a short rest. <sighs> we'll say, in terms of the narrative perspective, is that you guys have wasted enough time downstairs in the cargo, where it equals up to an hour. Okay. What? I think I'm good. Sorry, Dave. I'm just not that foolhardy. I'm willing to rush out to Listen, the unknown. Listen, this is your abyss. guys' game, not mine. I mean, you guys <laughs> do. You t- you literally tell me what you want to do, and I'll figure it out from there. If you want to take a long rest, again. then you can go ahead and take a long rest. That? I have no issues with that. While V is taking her short rest, I'm going to walk. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you stay there until you stop being mean to me. Just kidding. <laughs> kind of blocking her up. <laughs> Grimo's dub- doubling down. <laughs> okay, so for the sake of the narrative, during this time period while you've been in the cargo, I'll say that you guys have had the equivalent time of short rest of downtime. All right, cool. So we're not skipping any beats. No, we're just no, we're, we're just on. we're okay, just doing go. whatever you guys want to do beyond there. But assume right, that you've so had the right. time to have a short rest. He goes up okay. onto the deck. Okay. Sicarius will follow. Okay. As will Basil. Okay. As you all make your way up, I'm assuming all. Oksana, Grimoire, looking in your direction. <laughs> yeah, okay. we, have a little, we have a little sidebar and then we make one. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> we can take a second short rest, they think. <laughs> I'm not done. No, I'm joking. I'm oh. <laughs> There's going to be rocks in these clouds real soon. I know. <laughs> she follows. She follows. As V leads you up back to the deck proper, opening up the door, 
V, you're immediately met with the sight of all of the crew member. Mm. Ah, As they all stand perfectly still, (laughs) lined up, Mm. almost in a military-like formation. None of them moving. They seem to be parted on either side of the deck. And as you begin to walk forward to look at all of them, all of them seem to have a very vague look on their face. Each one of them, their faces have all grown pale as they stare off into the distance. You wave your hand in front of them to no avail. As you do, you take note of a few of the crew members, each of them having mortal wounds, one a gash across their neck, another you see a large blackened spot right around their heart. All of their faces pale white. As you continue down the line, looking at each, none of them changing their movement. Directly at the helm, see once again a cloaked figure now facing you with a robe over top of their head. We will draw our sword, look back at Dakarius, and make sure he's behind her. I'm right here. <laughs> Just checking. I'll, I'll throw to my check. sword too as a way of, you know. Uh, she'll approach, say, hello. As you approach, you come within 15 feet of the individual before drawing your sword and making it your presence known. As you say hello to the individual, they look up, peeling back the hood of the cloak. Immediately you recognize Karina in front of you. Her face badly injured, pale white as well. You let me die. Uh, V will uh, sheath her sword. I... I'm... I'm sorry. I, I tried everything I could. You should have known. You're right. I should have. And you deserve the punishment as well. She begins to take a large breath in. As she does, you watch as her face begins to be sunken in 
a pale, pale white at this point, to the point of where you can see the bones as she lets out a horrible wail in front of her. As the cloak disappears, you watch as it almost a dress begins to drape over her sides. You can see the tattered look on it all as she begins to take to the skies, levitating directly in front of you. And I'm going to need everyone to roll initiative for me as I try and run combat with a whole lot of fucking people. A whole lot of people. I.e., I, I, I need Tristan to roll initiative for me as well. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay. Oh my God. Right, Let's see if I can uh, run combat. <laughs> Last with... time we did this. I was gonna say hey, I love I love watching I love watching Dave today, step we? into the ring. Like, let's go! I'm a, cat, oh. I'm a TPK these guys. <laughs> oh, wow. Don't worry, Swiss. I'm not near you this time. <laughs> yeah. That's Dave, right. Dave, 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 you got this. You Dave, got this. Dave, Dave. We have a map <laughs> or no? Okay. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and start yeah, at the very top, Sicarius. I got an 18. 18, very good. Uh, Oksana, I see you got 11, Grimoire. Uh, feeling very unsure of himself with everyone being mad at him. He rolled a nat 1 for a total of 4. GG, GG. <laughs> That's my third nat 1 tonight. You're rolling great tonight, <laughs> though. Uh, yeah. V? Uh, v appropriately rolled a 7. 7, and Tristan? Uh, 14. 14. All right. Let's do this the best that we can. Sicarius, immediately taking note of the woman in white now flying up, levitating above the deck. She's about 15 feet high and roughly about 20 feet in front of you. You can see that she continues to let out a horrible moaning noise. A very strange wail, to say the least. What would you like to do? Go ahead and describe your turn for us. And Tristan, you are on deck. So if he's 15 feet high, um, Sakaris will pull his sword, look over to B and be like, I will earn my trust if it's the last thing I do. And he's just going to hold his action so because I can't reach that high. So if the creature comes anywhere near me or V, I will take my reaction to attack. Okay, fair and enough. And I will just ready myself. Okay. Uh, Tristan, as you hide behind the bar with, uh, Tinsley and Nick, you hear the bursts of strange noises above you. Very much like a cannon shot. However, as each of them hit the wall directly behind you, you, or in front of you right now, as your back is to the bar rail, you watch as a number of effects splash off against the wall. You see a burst of fire, a splash of acid against the wall. Um, and you guys are all undercover, so you hear a volley of what you would consider spells being smashed against the wall. You watch a few of the uh, glasses against the back wall now shatter as the spells hit them. As the... As Sakaris, you approach the woman in white, now floating directly in front of you. 
Um, I need you and V to both make constitution saving throws for me. Okay. Oh, 12. No, 11. Grimor, Oksana, and Basil, you all watch as the woman in white lets out a horrible wail that seems to reverberate all around you. You watch as Sicarius and V both kind of throw their heads back for a moment as they both drop directly beside you or in front of you. You're both at zero hit points. Tristan. I'm sorry, what? This happens all the time. <laughs> Tristan, you are up. Um, uh, Basil, you are on deck. Tristan, go ahead and describe your uh, turn for me. You are now seated behind the bar, a few volleys of spells being splashed up against the wall directly in front of you. Glasses now shattered down directly in front of you as you hear a slowing of the spell shots from directly behind you. What do you do? Well, as in any good Western, I would like stand out behind the bar and cast uh, a tombstone at one of the guys. Okay, as you peep up from behind the bar, you can see now there's three individuals holding these strange cannon-like weapons, uh, including, well, no, the bartender's down directly beside you. What would you like to do? Uh, I would cast one of my stone, one of the guys. Let's say he's the one on the left. Okay. We'll say this is number three, or number A. How about that? Okay. A. Number A. <laughs> uh, that's a 13 to, to hit. Uh, 13 absolutely hits. Uh, describe how you're hitting them. Um, I mean, I guess... Uh, I guess I would, like, throw the tombstone directly in their chest. Try to knock them of their feet or something like that. Okay. As you reach out in front of you, you watch as from the ground, the tombstone, the rocks now appear almost ethereal as they begin to form the tombstone directly in front of them, waving your hands over top of it to combine the pieces of stone. You l let it loose directly in front of you. You watch as it flies towards one of the bandits, hitting it directly in the chest. Go ahead and roll some damage for me. That's 11 points of damage. Okay. As and you, I will get, get back down afterwards. Okay. Uh, you take a moment to watch as the impact hits him directly in the chest. You hear a loud moan and the sound of bones, ribs, cracking within the individual's chest. You watch as he drops the cannon down to his side, as he grabs from either side, as he falls down over, splatting off to the side. Uh, you're ducking down below? Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of the bandits is now unconscious. Basil, you are up. Oksana, you're on deck. Basil, go ahead and describe your turn for us. Uh, after a moment of absolute just shock of what had happened. Um, so it's only, so out of all of the, cre the people who are on deck, like these pale-faced people... It's only the the one in the white dress who is like sort of oh, the the one that's floating up in the air. That's the only one that's actively moving and doing stuff so far. 
I don't like how you said that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, is there any kind of recall knowledge to try and figure out what this thing is? Uh, you can go ahead and make an... For you, history check. Uh, that is a 19 on my history check. A 19. You being familiar with the Book of Nightmares that you hold in your possession, you've both experienced and seen this creature before. You would know immediately, based on the whales, that this is in fact a banshee. Okay. Uh, how do I kill one? <laughs> <laughs> and if I could figure out a way to kill one with a flute, that would be even better. Throw the flute at it. Um, from <laughs> your knowledge, you know that they're not necessarily a strong creature. They are very finicky and mm, elusive is the best way to put it. Uh, however, not that intelligent or wise, to say the least. Okay. And that's the absolute most I can give you on a 19. No, that's fine. Um, Alright, this this thing is not as strong as it, as it appears. Its supernatural powers are great here, but with enough force, you can take it down. I'll see what I can do about the others. Oh, Oksana, Greenmore, it, it, please. <laughs> and I'm going to uh, gra grab the both of them, uh, both um, V and Sicarius, and uh, pull uh, pull them uh, just like sort of into cover, basically. Okay, go um, ahead and make an athletics check for me. That is a 16. 16. I will say that you can grab onto both of them, pulling them back. However, the sheer size of bo the both of them and your overall strength you would pro probably only get about half your movement speed. Uh, that's fine. Is there, like, cover behind anything within the 15-foot area around me? Um, higher low for your benefit. Preferably cover if the ones that aren't moving start to move. Higher low for your benefit. Uh, always high, man. Let's go high. <laughs> you find a small, um cargo crates that would easily hide the two individuals from the Banshee. However, the other statues that seem to be standing there right now would be within range. Alright, I'm gonna put... Okay, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll risk it. I'm gonna move them both to, to the cargo... Uh, to the cargo box and uh, try to... try to load them in for the time being. Okay. As you Mostly attempt because I know to... that these, these are both our healers. Okay, fair enough. As you try and shove them into the boxes, or you spend the remainder of your turn trying to shove them into yeah, the boxes. Then. Fantastic. Uh, all right, Oksana, you are up. Go ahead and describe your turn for us. V, you're on deck. Uh, <laughs> Death saving throw. <laughs> Oksana will... Uh, watching both of her companions go down uh immediately go into a rage and then she's going to with her like signature bear growl pick up a javelin and then i'm gonna see if i can 
Can I rotate around her so that if I throw the javelin, it doesn't go over the edge? It lands somewhere on board? Um, yeah, you can use your, use your movement speed to, to try and position it um, away from there. I just don't want to... I don't want to run out. Okay, I will so say I'll this, though. That. If you roll a natural one, I'm not responsible for no, no, what or that's and fair. or who yeah, you yeah. hit. Oh! Be careful where you throw that thing, man. Uh, well, they're in boxes, right? They're being put in boxes. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they sure are. They're already put in right. some coffins now. Uh, are they? Right. I mean, are they? If she, I thought Basil just pulled us away, like out of range. Am I wrong? They, he he. Tra- he's trying to put you into the boxes right now, or at least give you full. So oh. technically, you guys have full cover right now. Okay, okay. great. Uh, I mean, I don't know where everybody else is in relation, so I can't say. As you swing around towards the back of the Banshee, looking out, you do see all of the crew members now standing as statues. You can see uh, Basil now peeking his head out from behind the cargo as he pushes your uh, party members within it. And you do see Grimoire standing out in the open at this point. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna let. La- I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna risk hitting him. So I'll let the first totally one go flying. One. Okay. I know, but still, no. Uh, I'll see if I can position it so I'm like not aiming towards him. So I'm like going at an you angle. You do run the risk of losing the javelin, him. or one of your javelins. Whatever. Oh, that fell. Do we count ones that fall on the floor? I gotta go get it. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> you choose. It's a good roll. It's a good roll. It's a 17 to hit. 17. Uh, you toss the javelin up towards the banshee and catch her directly in the center of her it, the back. You watch as it pierces through out through the other side of her shoulder. She lets off again a horrible wail, but you can go ahead and roll some damage for me. It's just six. Okay. Six piercing. I'm guessing, yeah. Okay. Is there anything else you want to do in your turn? No, because I bonus rage. Okay. V, you're up. Grimoire, you're on deck. So, uh, <laughs> when you say zero hit points, am, are we stable or are we nope, making you're death you're throwing death saves. Oh, damn. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst. Hold on. I need my good die for this. Hold on, where's my where's my V die? Guys, I can't find my V die. I'm panicking right now. Okay. <gasps> okay, here we go. No shit, it's an eleven. <laughs> First one successful. <laughs> Grimoire, you are up. What would you like to do? Go ahead and describe your turn for us, Sicarius. You are on deck. Um, literally. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. They're making death save? Basil's taking care of them. Okay. Uh, Grimoire is going to rush under the Banshee and then use his bonus action Astral Jump and straddle the spear that's impaled on the banshee. 
Well, the Banshee's 15 feet up in the air. She's levitating above you right now. Right. I'm going to astral jump. Oh, uh, sorry. Ast- you're doing your astral... Okay. You're doing your astral <laughs> yeah, form. Yeah, as a bonus okay. action. Yep. To straddle the spear that's impaled on her. Okay. And then uh, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm just going to make a strike at her. Uh, okay. But this wouldn't be at... Not like in... You don't have sneak attack on it. I don't have no. sneak attack on this, right? That is a 15 to hit. 15 absolutely hits. What are you hitting it with? Um, so as he like straddles it, he's going to like whip out his sword while he's unsheathing it. That's going to be a strike and he's just going to like kind of slash across the back. Okay. As uh, as you suddenly appear atop straddled the um, the javelin impaled into her shoulder, you raise your sword to the sky, letting loose directly on top of her. Go ahead and roll some damage for me. That's going to be eight points. Okay. And that is my turn. Okay, uh, fair enough. That's my movement bonus action. Okay. Um, Tristan, you watch as Nick and Tr- uh, Tinsley both now jump up from the other side. Um, uh, winking towards you, you watch as Nick pulls off of his... Uh, <clears throat> his trench coat you now see he in fact has four arms two directly underneath and attached to his rib cage as he uses the bottom two to leap over top of the rail he rushes towards one of the bandits he begins to clobber on top of it grabbing it with two of the hands uh pummeling with the other two uh As he continues to pummel on top of him, using his bottom two hands, he pulls it into a a bear hug-like grapple. Uh, Tinsley now jumping over top, uh, she pulls two daggers from either side of her belts. She catches perfect aim with the third uh, bandit as she begins to slice towards him, moving around in almost like a dance-like sequence, moving almost like uh, like water is continuing back and forth. Um, that bandit is looking particularly wounded at this point. Uh, the other caught in the bear hug, not so much. Uh, Sakaris, you're up. Go ahead and, uh, make your first death saving throw for me. Five. Fire. Okay. That is unsuccessful. The bandits are now going to, first is going to try and break the grapple. As he does, he pushes with both of his might, a little bit larger than the rest. He's able to break free of the grapple as he pushes back on Nick. Nick still catching his position and fighting position. Uh, The second is going to go ahead and try, oh, cock die. Pulling back up on his cannon. He lets loose another spell shot as it jettisons towards um, Tinsley. You watch as a green putrid-looking spray envelops her entirely. She reaches for her face um, and her arms as she screams out in pain. You can watch some of her skin now dissolving away from the attack. Uh, Grimoire, who has now apparently left. 
Um, the Banshee, having taken damage, is going to continue f to float upwards, flying now into that of the sails themselves. Uh, Oksana, you you watch as Grimor and the Banshee disappear up into the skies. Uh, Grimor, you watch as, or you ride atop the Javelin as the Banshee is going to take her full movement speed, moving upward an additional 40 feet into the air. Um, uh, you are now at the same level as the crow's nest that you were on before. You quickly look down, seeing that you are now roughly about 60 feet above the deck, even more so above the ground. Uh, she is going to... You watch as she becomes ethereal for a moment, spinning around in place. As she appear, uh apparates once again directly in front of you. You now face her, uh, still on top of the javelin itself. She is going to reach out and try to grab at you, uh, and that is going to... What is your AC? She grabs onto you with both of her long, clawed-like fingers as you feel this poison almost feeling envelop your body you take 12 points of necrotic damage it's not good okay uh that is going to end up their turn tristan you are up basil you were on deck um so um we've got one down one fighting the other guy, and oh, so I will, I will um, cast my tombstone again at the guy who's fighting, uh, who just shot the, the cannon. Uh, at who? Oh, at Tinsley. Yeah, who's okay. fighting Tinsley? Yeah. Again, pulling up the rocks from the ground, uh, as in in a spell-like manner, you watch as they begin to form directly underneath your hands. As you push the two together, they now take the form of the tombstone. You let loose towards the uh, bandit. Uh, that's an eight. The bandit, able to see it coming and knowing what you had done last time, is able to dodge out of the way. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Um, I will go back down and I will talk to the the bar guy. And I will say, you don't have to die here tonight. We came here for something. You don't have to die. Make a persuasion check for you. Me. Alright, uh, that's uh, 23. 23. The bartender, his uh, nose now bloodied, uh, looks to you and says, You're right, you're right. Just make it look good. So, I uh, will take a swing at him, I guess. <laughs> uh, okay, an unarmed strike against him, then? Yeah. yeah okay. technically, <laughs> technically, that would be on your next turn. Yeah, 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 that's fine. But I will say, for the sake of the narrative, you can see that he is submitting to you. Okay. Okay? Yeah. All right, Basil, you are up. Uh, Oksana's on deck. Basil, go ahead and describe your turn for me. Uh, all right, I'm going to do a medicine check on V just to see if I can stabilize them. 
Okay, go ahead and make a medicine check for me. Please be okay. Please be okay. That's a six. Unfortunately, Basil you are is not it. Yeah, yep. you are you are not yeah. well tuned to enough enough to the uh, to complete the the required. Um, I don't know the 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 required fixins that you'd need to do on V. Uh, is there do anything else you'd have, like to do on your turn, Basil? I was, I was going to say, do we have temptation dice? We do have temptation dice. We have one. Yeah, would, would you guys be okay if I use the temptation dice, or do we want to save that for something else? You can go ahead and say use that temptation dice all you would like. You actually have two now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to use this thing. Okay. Also, Grimoire, right. you <laughs> also now have advantage... And I, OG, mm, oh that was a little close, but I will give uh, Basil advantage when he wants to use it on his next roll. Nice. How many All of the right. well, tempta- how many temptation dice are you using? Only one. Just one. Okay. Yeah, I accidentally double clicked. Okay. Uh, a fourteen. You try your best to s- breathe life back into your friend. You're pushing on her chest, blowing into her mouth. And you do get a bit of a heart de- beat back. V, you are stabilized, but you're still at zero hit points. Uh, I look at Sakari's wearing his heavy armor, and I'm like, okay. Uh, and... Uh, even though it's not going to be my action, it's just more I'm preparing to to take off his his chest armor so I can do the same thing. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Oksana, you are up. What would you like to do? You've just watched uh, Grimoire and the Banshee disappear high above. Oksana! Out of game, not wanting to lose my rage. <laughs> um... Is there anything around that I can, like, headbutt, like an inanimate object, or, like, punch a wall or something so I can take some damage? <laughs> um, I'm sure you can find something to hurt yourself with. I will look... I'll go over to, like, the railing of... Is there, like, a railing of the ship or an airship? Oh, yeah. Or a wall? Yep, yep. there's yeah. a very I'll large railing. <laughs> and I'll be like, Grimor, get back down here! And then I'll slam my head against the wall. Okay. Uh, as you slam your head down, you take three points of damage. I love it. I love it. Great. Okay. That's the end of my turn. All right. Fair enough. V, you are up. You are now stabilized, um, but can't actually do anything. Okay. Uh, that takes us to Grimoire. Grimoire, what would you like to do? Now floating 60 feet high in the air, uh, if not more from the ground level, uh, you were 60 feet above the deck. And face to face with this banshee. What the fuck do you expect me? Okay, you said I was close to the crow's nest, right? Yes. Okay. You're only about five feet in distance from the crow's feet. Or crow's nest. Okay. Only about five feet? Roughly, yep. Gonna bonus action disengage. Okay. And leap. Okay. Into the crow's nest. <laughs> okay. As you try and position yourself atop the 
uh, javelin that sticks out of her chest. She begins. She continues to swipe at you, but you're easily able to evade out of the way. However, it creates a rocky foundation to which you stand on right now. To jump across, I need you to go ahead and make a deck saving throw for me. Deck saving throw. 21. 21. As you find your footing, as it kind of moves back and forth, kind of like one of those tightrope lines, um, you finally find a position that you're comfortable in and leap over to the crow's nest. You immediately kind of duck down behind it as the banshee now turns her body directly towards you. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? That depends. Did that count as my movement or an action? To leap into the... That was your movement. Movement? Yep. Can I use my action to hide? I know I can use my bonus action to hide. Can I use my action to? Uh, I'll allow it, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I'm gonna hide. <laughs> okay, go ahead and make a stealth check for me. Again, she's not very far away from you at this point. Yeah, I know. It's just, I feel like he's scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Well, I got a 15. 15. You find a way within the the crow's nest. Uh there seems to be a number of crates that individuals have sat on before. You kind of hide in between the um the crate that sits directly beside the mast and the mast itself. It seems like you feel like you're out of position of the uh of the mage. Or sorry, of the uh banshee. Banshee. Yeah. Got it. Well, that'll end my turn. Okay, fair enough. I hope I'm okay. <laughs> okay. Um, feeling very pissed at this point in time, Tinsley is also going to continue to make two attacks against the bandit. Uh, one of them is going to hit, and very good. Well done, Tinsley. Um, Tristan, you watch as Tinsley begins to slash wildly at uh, the bandit. Um, her first attack, he's able to dodge out of the way, but her quick thinking and her quick movement, she's able to plunge the dagger directly into his chest. You watch as, and hear a small gurgle come out of his mouth as she pulls the dagger out from his chest, falling down on the ground beside, beside her. Uh, he is not looking good at this point. Uh, that takes us back to the top of the round. Sicarius, you're still unconscious, my friend. Go ahead and make another deck saving, or a death saving throw for us. Didn't, we didn't catch that. 19. 19. Okay, well done. Um, doop, 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 doop. The bandit that has broken free of Nick's grasp is going to get a go ahead and pull the cannon back up. Jesus Christ. Shit. Um, he, you watch as Tristan, you watch as a bolt of fire goes flying out from the cannon itself. Uh, however, Nick is able to evade out of the way of it as he slightly moves out of the way. It again hits the back room. You see a burst of flames kind of blow up behind the alcohol, however, die down. Um, the Banshee is going to look around, uh, Technically, she has detect life, so she's able to uh, see Greymore. Uh, as she floats around, she immediately recognizes where you are, reaching forward with her hands once more. Ah! You got lucky on that one, my friend. 
Um, uh, as you, you pivot and move away, using your small um, physique to move away from her uh, old wrinkled hands with large, almost talon-like nails on it, um, that you're easily able to evade out of the way. Um, that is going to enter her turn. Driston, you are up. Basil, you're on deck. Um, so I will, I will talk to the to the guy behind the bar. It's like we came here for the hostage, for the lady. Where is she? She's down in the cellar. Okay, just make it look good in front of the other guys. Pick me up and hit me or something. Yeah. So I, I will pick him up, get my dagger out, and put my dagger against his neck, and say, "Guys, the fight is over. Okay. Drop it. Toy's gone." The actually go ahead and make an intimidation check for me. One. One. One plus three, four. Uh considering that can I can I use my inspiration you gave me? Yes, you can. Absolutely. I did give you inspiration for a shitty pun. That is the way to do it. <laughs> That's a one again. So, one it would be. Okay, fair well, enough. I'm not there. The, <laughs> the, the remaining bandit doesn't seem to take a lot of note of you as he seems to be thoroughly uh, engaged and is focused directly on Nick at this point in time. Um, is there anything else you'd like to do? Well, I, I, I tell him, well, Lead the way, otherwise I would have to kill you here. He begins to make his way from behind the bar with your dagger still, excuse me, close to his throat. Um, he walks you over to the side wall. You wa okay. look at the wall itself. Seems to be a, a very standard uh, wood slated wall. However, you watch as he pulls out a small talisman from underneath his vest and pushes it up against the wall. The wall now begins to glow as the slatted woods seem to come down like a reverse porcullus. Um, uh, Basil, you are up. What would you like to do, my friends? Oksana, you're on deck. Right. Uh, I uh, very quickly try to unfasten the uh, the front chest plate piece of uh, Sakari Sazama. Uh, Basil, having mail. never really built a shirt. Man. All right. Very well. I very slowly and for the next three rounds unlink his chainmail. That's fair. Um, <laughs> that is what you get for correcting him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I know. I could take it off like just like a shirt straight away, but I'm gonna take my time now. Uh, no, I. <laughs> All right, I'm going to attempt a medicine check to try and again uh, revive uh, Sicarius. Basil, the entire time is going. This would be so much easier if it was cuts and bruises, but it's like the the life force is just leaving their bodies of its own volition. <laughs> oh, you do Sicarius, have. You, you do have so advantage. much to live for. I have advantage, Sicarius. You have you have so much to live for. That's an eighteen. An 18, as you begin to thrust on his now exposed chest, you hear a small breath take into his lungs. Sicarius, you're at zero hit points, but you are stabilized. <gasps> okay, I'm gonna just just sort of 
lean into the chest and just sort of like take some few, a few deep breaths and then turn my attention upwards to um, to Grimor, who is um, aloft in the crow's nest. You, as you look upward, you can see from your angle, because you are very close to the center mast, you can see a Grimor up on the crow's nest, kind of dodging back and forth as the Banshee continues to reach out towards him. Alright. Um, I am going to look down at V and apologize. And uh, I'm going to... Uh, Roll up her skirt leg and uh, take the knife that she stores. Look, I'm just trying to make a point here, okay? Uh, I grab the knife that, that she very abruptly showed me when she threatened my life earlier on. And uh, I I would like to, I, I imagine because it's going to take me an action to, to revive Sakaris, I'm going to prepare... Uh, to throw this at the uh, the creature in okay. the next round. Okay, fair enough. Um, where does that leave us? Oksana, you are up. What would you like to do? Can I see that he is in the crow's nest? Because it a, sounds like we've Make a perception lowered. check for me. And I'll allow that, that as a bonus action. You're <laughs> the A four. From where you're standing, the uh, billowing sails are a little bit too difficult. However, you I will say you will take note of what Basil is doing as he pulls out the knife and begins to make his way towards the mast. He's making his way towards the mast? Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. That was my bonus. Okay, I'm going to lose my rage. She's going to start heading towards the mast, too. Okay. Um, and I'll see if I can start climbing. Okay. Uh, what's your movement speed? It is 30. 30. So technically, if you use dash for your action, you could make it up to the very top of the crow's nest. So I it, will. Okay. Um, Great. Okay, fair enough. You continue to climb as quickly as possible, almost shoving Basil out to the side, knowing um, immediately as you uh. look up, you can see Grimoire now engaged with this creature. Using all of your movement, you uh, immediately climb up to the top of the crow's nest. You find yourself now um, directly outside the, the small, almost trapdoor-like space that uh, is equal to the, the actual level, bottom level, floor level, if you will, of the crow's nest itself. Um, that is going to take us to V. V's unconscious, is not, but she is stabilized, so, um, I don't think you can do anything right now, which takes us to Greymore. Nope. Greymore, what would you like to do? Do I see Oksana? You did see Oksana just on the other side of the small crow's nest. The crow's nest itself is only about 10 feet by 10 feet, however circular at this point. You can see on the opposite side of it as Oksana is now pulling herself up through the trap door. The banshee is now completely focused on you. Okay. I'm going to bonus action disengage again. Just sort of scuttling backwards as it's like clawing at him. Yep. And... Uh, he is going to bring himself to like right where Oksana will be putting her boots like in between him when she like hoists herself up. And then I'm going to use the action to take the dodge action. Really worried about getting knocked out up here. <laughs> so. Fair enough. 
Okay. So that is my whole turn. Okay. As you move out of combat range with the Banshee, you immediately make your way over to Oksana, uh, on guard, watching exactly what the uh, what the individual what the um, just guarding his eyes around a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, okay. Um, Tinsley looks over towards you, Tristan, seeing a doorway now open. Her eyes grow wide. Um, and at the same time, the bandit now turns his attention over towards it. Uh, not paying attention, Nick is able to land two more blows atop him. Uh, and that is... As the last one immediately connects with the bottom of his jaw, you watch as you kind of look over for a moment as the jaw almost dislocates as his head spins, falling down on the ground unconscious. Uh, Nick now turning towards you and giving a bit of a nod of approval. Uh, Sicarius, you're unconscious not, but you're stabilized, so nothing you can do there. Um, the Banshee now watching as Grimoire makes his way over to Oksana. She's going to rush towards the two of you, uh, and is going to make an attack uh, against Oksana. Fucking really? Right now? She catches you with both of her hands as she grips onto your shoulders. You feel the poison of her attack completely overcome you. You feel a coldness and darkness completely surrounding over top of you. You take 24 points of necrotic damage. I'm sorry, Oksana. Okay. I'm sorry, too. I rolled a nat 20 on that one. My bad. My bad. Not the time. Not the time. You stopped raging. But wait. I think that's just... Hold on, hold on. It's, While you're raging. It's, it's yeah, you take, okay, right. can I use... I'll use a Stone's Endurance then. Okay, go. Okay, hold on. Wait, so it was 31 before, and then I lost 24, and then I'll use Stone's Endurance. So that's gonna be... Okay. Okay. Feeling the rush of adrenaline roll, run through you once again. You now have advantage, my friend. Um, that Ooh. is going to end the bandit's turn. Tristan, you are up. What would you like to do? Um, still throwing the guy to, to the wall, I guess. Okay. As you push the bartender directly down, you see a set of stairs that lean downward. A little bit of a circular motion. Um, you continue to make your way down into the darkness. For the the sake of the combat round, you are no longer in combat, my friend. Basil, you are up. What would you like to do, Oksana? You're on deck. Uh, oh, you're muted. You're muted, bud. Yep, sorry. Okay, Basil's not great with things, but he's gonna try anyway, because gosh darn it, he's a trooper. Uh... I'm going to throw my dagger, and by my dagger, I mean V's dagger, uh, at the Banshee. Okay, are you proficient with simple weapons? I am proficient with simple weapons, indeed I am. Interesting. Okay. Look, I just don't have any! Okay. okay. Yeah, fair enough. I fair enough. I'm just saying. I just, I'm just listening. I'm just saying. For the I audience's sake, be... I'm just saying. That's all. <laughs> you know. 
this whole time. I don't know yeah, many Basil wizards that have. Um, no, no, no big deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a nine. So okay, as you, uh, but you do have a temptation. I have a thing dice. I want to do. No, no, no. I, well, okay. I, I want to maybe use my temptation dice, but I want to. I want to kind of try this first because I had an idea because I figured I was gonna miss. Right. So as I throw it up into the air. In the vague direction, I hope at least of the banshee, I want to yell out for Brinny to uh, to, to grab my uh, my dagger and try to stab stab the banshee. Smart. Make a persuasion check for me. That's a four, but I want to use my temptation dice on that one. <laughs> okay, go ahead and use your temptation <laughs> dice. Well, our temptation dice, I'm sorry. It was very possessive of me, but mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. That is a 13. <laughs> okay. Always with the book. There's nothing in there. Look, Who's I can the book? see a drawing There's... of a penis right there. There is I in can this see book. There is stuff in this penis. book. He's writing the word penis over and over and mm -hmm. over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, actually, it's it's yeah. 8008 is what I keep writing over. Okay. <laughs> the day as um as you toss the dagger up you give a nod towards Brinny. she immediately takes the form of the uh, of the small sprout like creature that you know and love her as she begins to zoom up like a ribbon of light uh, directly behind the dagger itself it almost seems like a ribbon pulls off the back of the dagger as she grabs onto it and plunges it directly into the back of the Banshee. The Banshee lets out a loud yell. Go ahead and roll some damage for me. That's 1d4, and I will say, for the sake of this, you can add your charisma to it. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's actually better than if I hit her. <laughs> Alright, that is five points of damage. Five points of damage. Okay, fair enough. Uh, anything else you want to do on your turn, Basil? Um, yep, I'm going to reach into my pouch and pull out my letter opener. Okay, fair enough. Um, with that said, Oksana, you are up. What would you like to do, Grim, or you're on deck? Uh, is she within five feet of me? Is any she is part very of her much, within... She is very much directly in front of you. I will bonus action rage so I don't die. Mm-hmm. And then Oksana, with Grimoire, like, sort of beneath her, she'll say, Stay behind me, little man! And then I'm going to try to club her with my axe. Take that, ugly bitch! Boom. In the face. All right. As caveman Oksana appears out of nowhere, um, as she throws her head back, going, you, Grimoire, you watch as the veins begin to burst out of her arms again, like you've seen many times in the past, both with her and the Red Rock tribe. Uh, Oksana, you raising the club to the sky, wiping it, or smashing it down towards the, uh, Banshee. Go ahead and roll an attack for me. Uh, can we roll to hits at advantage? Uh, hits from the chat. So that's only for saving throws and skill checks. Okay. Okay. Ooh! 23 to hit. 23 absolutely hits as you catch just to the side of the face of the Banshee with her mouth wailing open. Uh, go ahead and roll some damage for me. Another six points. Bludgeoning. 
you seem to almost disconnect the jaw of the banshee as her uh, mouth now falls completely open, uh, wagging back and forth. She attempts to wail out again, but seems unable to at this point. She looks uh, pretty rough at this point. Um, anything else you want to do on your turn, Oksana? Gross! And then that's it. Okay, Grimoire, you are up. What would you like to do? Uh, so as, as the Banshee looks down, see, to look for Grimoire, looks like he's just gone. And then as she looks up, I like, oh, and Grimoire just pops out over her shoulder with a crossbow and goes, Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Almost in bullet time, you watch as uh, he suddenly appears from behind her back in action mode, uh, pulling out the crossbow. Surprise, motherfucker. Letting loose the crossbow towards the face of the Banshee. Go ahead and let loose, my friend. That is 13 plus 5 hurt 8. Absolutely hits the banshee. I get banshee. sneak attack, right? Because you do get sneak attack now. Card. Yep. Cool, 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 cool. Get that sneak attack. So, that's 6 points of piercing damage for the actual attack. Okay. And another 6 plus fucking 6 for 12 points of sneak attack, baby. As you let loose with your crossbow, you watch almost again in slow-mo as the bolt leaves the uh, chamber of the crossbow as it flies towards the face of the Banshee. And Grimoire, tell us the tale of how you vanquished your mightiest foe. Totally self-explanatory, pops up. Surprise, motherfucker! Fucking fires, it goes straight in between the eyes and Basil will just watch as this like what looks like a sheet just like starts fluttering down and collapses onto the deck of the ship. Okay. As <laughs> oh, the, God! the bolt hits it directly in the center of the face you watch as the skull of the Banshee um, now almost concaves into itself as you watch as it begins to burst into flames. The tattered dress now floating down to the ground, nothing more than flames. And as it hits the ground itself, or the deck itself, you watch as it becomes more or less ashes, scattering directly atop Basil's foot feet. Uh, as it came down, Basil closed his eyes and is just like, it's got me! Oh god, it's got me! Oh, the gypsy was right. This is how I die. <laughs> and with that oh, wait, said, wait, okay. that takes us out of combat at this point. Nice shot, little man. Let me get the fuck down from here right now. <laughs> Thanks for having my backbone. <laughs> Of course, hold on tight, and I'll start to descend. We have to make sure everybody else is okay. As you make your way down to the deck proper, you can see Basil now rushing over to V and Sicarius as they seem to be awakening at this point. V and Sicarius, outside of battle, you now have one hit point each. Not for me. Can I, can I put these knives back rest. before she notices? Um, ah, you want to be reaching up? Make a deception check for me. <laughs> Actually, make a sleight of hand check for me. <laughs> okay. I'll go pick up my Damn it. I wish. Okay. All right. All right. Easy, Basil. 
Easy. You've seen Indiana Jones a million times. You can do this. Oh my god, you're ridiculous. <laughs> 16! 16. You're able to maneuver it back into her bootleg um, before she notices. As the rest of you... I was going to stab her. As the rest of you begin to look around the deck itself, you see that all of the other individuals have now fully vanished. The ship itself continues to move forward. And roughly about 20 yards in front of you, you see a large black ring now apparating in front of the sky. Oh, Captain. Black hole straight ahead. Does this mean we've <laughs> conquered your fear? I does that does that look like the uh the portal that like it the does. portals we've gone through? I suppose. I think we should fly straight into it. Okay. I'd like we have a choice to run a boat. Also, I'd prefer to just not be here in general. Well, hold on. She seems significant to you. Do you want to go through her stuff? Maybe she has something important. Some um, kind of sure. secret. Sure. We will um, check her. She, as she's going through her, she'll just say she was important to me because this was, this was the woman that, that died that asked me to take care of her child. As the last thing that V says before the front of the ship now finds its way into the black circular portal-like structure in front of you. Tristan, making your way to the bottom of the cellar, still holding the knife to the bartender's throat, you take note of two large crates that seem sealed shut, and directly in the center of it, a middle-aged woman, roughly about 40, 45 years old. Or wait. Let me check that. Sixty middle age. Sixty-five years old. <laughs> I should have looked at my notes beforehand. It's fine. <laughs> Good evening, ma'am. You can see that she's you... she's tied up at this point and a gag over top of her mouth. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say to the bartender, could you please go in and tie the lady? All right, all right. No trouble, no trouble. He walks over to the back of her, letting loose the gag as well as the uh, restraints on her hands. She immediately pulls them forward as she begins to rub her wrists, standing up. Ah, thank you. Who are you? Good evening. My name is Tristan. And I do believe I'm the, a friend of your son, Basil? Basil? Oh. Basil's been gone for quite some time. Where's Basil? Is he here with you? And she begins to look behind you at the stairway. As she does, you hear the step footprints of both Nick and uh, Tinsley making their way down. Well, he's 
kind of with me, but I think that's a discussion we should have somewhere else. <laughs> if this has to do with my son... No, no. If this has to do with my son, you can tell me here and now. Well, it's a story about a book. Her eyes grow wide the minute that you say the book. What do you mean? Okay, the so book? maybe we should go now. <laughs> His book. Oh, you, maybe that's the same book. Are you saying Basil's back in his book? Yes. She immediately begins to fidget with something around her collar. No, this this can't be right. This is all happening at the wrong time. She, You watch as she pulls out a small vial. There doesn't seem to be any liquid inside the vial, just that of a small rolled up piece of parchment. First the red tome, and now Basil's book is active again. No, no. She oh. pops the top cork off of the small vial. But stops for a moment. How do you know my son? How do you know about his book? Well, I kind of took the book when he went inside, just to make sure it's not going anywhere. And I know your son because we spent some time in the Astral Sea. It's a long story. We can go over it. I do think here is not the best place. No, if he's in the book, we have no time to spare. Can I trust you? With what? <laughs> can I trust you with my son? Yes. Can I trust you with my word? Yes. Then you must go to him quickly. You must get him out of the book, post-haste. I'd rather not leave the book here and jump into it. I would rather do it somewhere where the book would be safe. Then give the book to me. And she holds her hand out. <laughs> what are you waiting for? Why do we have to do it here? Because there's no time to spare. If he's inside of the book right now, whoever he's, he's with... He's not alone. He's not alone. Then they could be dead at any moment. Yeah, probably true. Right. I would like to do an insight check before I give her the book. Go ahead and give me an insight check. That's a 16. 16. You can see the look of a mother's pain and concern on her face. As she continues to thrust her hand forwards, Nick and Tristan come up from behind you. Nick resting his hand on your shoulder. It's all right, kids. We can make sure she's safe. All right. Let's do this then. And I will get the book out of my bag and give her the book. I won't touch it. Hold on to it. As she reaches into the small vial, pulling out the small rolled up piece of paper. This is a page of Basil's book. 
she begins to unroll it. You can see there's rune marks written across the page. She begins to chant them as she throws them down on the floor in front of her. A very strange black circular portal, similar to the one that you had originally seen back in her homestead, now opens up directly in front of her. You must tell Basil that he needs to get out of the book immediately. Whatever is happening, why ever he's there, he must leave. The black and the red have appeared again. It's only a matter of time before the others appear. Alright. I'm hoping you will know what that means. And I guess I step into the circle. Before heading inwards, she looks towards you once more. Just let him know that the Nightmare King is not the least of our problems. There are more. And if this is the time, then they are coming. You're one crazy family. I will step in. Okay. As Tristan nods towards Tinsley and Nick with a bit of approval, closes his eyes as he steps through the circular blackness. A moment passes before the walls of darkness now dissipate from the circle itself. Tristan, no longer there. As the three of them look towards each other. You feel a sense of darkness for a moment, Tristan. Before peering into what looks like a grayscape. The only colors surrounding you, black, grays, and whites. You see a very large tower now standing directly in front of you. As you look upward, you can see off into the distance a small pip rushing towards you. Not a moment passes before a loud splat is heard directly in front of you. As you see the face of Sicarius, completely black, now splatter on the ground in front of you. Before it seems to turn into that of a black, inky liquid seeping down in towards the ground. Suddenly you hear footsteps from behind you. As you turn to look, to see the rest of your companions approaching. But that, my friends, is going to be a story for another evening. Maybe next year. We'll see. <laughs> oh man! So I, 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 I'm still wondering if it's a good thing I have the book in my arm when I'm like, huh, we're in the book, but I have the book. Mm. Oh yeah. Hmm. 
with that said, that is going to wrap up our session for the end of the year, friends. Um, it has been an absolute blast and a pleasure to be running this little show for us, or for you guys. Um, and we hope to see you all next year. Um, we, as Raina had said, uh, we are going to go ahead and take a couple weeks off, uh, and then we'll be back shortly. We're going to make announcements all across uh, our socials and our discords and all those kind of things, so when we do come back, you will properly know about it. Let me tell you that. Uh, we will be back at our same bat time, same bat channel, right here on Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Sorry we went a little over tonight, but we had a lot to get through. So, um, uh, with that... In 17 minutes. Oh yeah, it's Bobby's yeah! birthday in 17 minutes. Um, are people going to be hanging out in Discord afterwards? Mm-hmm. Yes, no, maybe so. Yep. Okay, so we do have our definitely. after party uh, down in Discord. If you want to come join us, the some of the cast are going to be hanging out there. Uh, but if not, hey, we'll, we'll see you tomorrow night for Burnt Offerings with Jess and Raina Ray. Um, uh, with that said, that is going to wrap us up for the evening. We are going to do some raiding, and we're going to... Uh, I see that our good friends over at the Cantrip cast are streaming right now. So we're going to head over there. Um, once you get over there... Um, do hashtag hmm, what's a good hashtag to, to troll Brandon? Something about dragons. Or he didn't like that we called him a Ratuki. No, or... we'll do this. Here, I'll, I'll type it into I'll type it into chat. Um, okay. Hold on. Wait. Why isn't my keyboard working? Hashtag uh, I seduced the yeah there you go dragon there you go <laughs> hashtag i seduced the dragon with a couple uh love hearts attached to it uh guys stick around for the raid it helps us it helps them it's all around a wonderful thing copy and paste that uh down into chat uh and just spam the hell out of it as soon as you get over there uh, with that said, that is going to wrap us up for our campaign for the year. We will be back next year. Uh, like I said, we'll be back at some point in time. We'll, uh, we'll let you know on our, all our socials and discords and all those wonderful things. But for one last time, for the remainder of the year, to all the adventurers out there, whether they're floating around on an airship in a strange fearscape, or met with your nightmares head on. I beg of you all one word of caution. Be careful out there. You can trip. Guys, we will see you all next year. Love all your faces and take care. Bye-bye.